He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. All right, here we go, folks. It is Wednesday. I'm Drew Berquist. This is my show. And you know what? Probably doesn't come as a surprise to you, but I support Jason Aldean. You guys, I just want to touch on this real quick. We weren't going to get into this, but it continues spiraling out of control. This is madness, the conversation that is happening over a typical, I would call traditional country song with strong American values and messaging in it. But everyone's losing their mind. It's categorically absurd. It's a great song. It sounds like a country song. And being a massive Jason Aldean fan like I am, you know what it sounds like? It sounds like a Jason Aldean song. It's not political. It is just saying what most of us feel. Want to bring your violence and riots around here? And in the case of his song, A Small Town, that small town feel good luck. Fuck around and find out. That's what he's saying. It's the, the title of the song should be Fuck Around and Find Out. But, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if that would sell. I probably would. Yeah. But, but I mean, most American cities are not like Chicago, Los Angeles, New York, Philly, Baltimore, et cetera. They just aren't. You hear about them. You see footage about them. But those blue metropolises are they're just not representative of America at all. They just aren't. They're violent cesspools where leadership leadership has failed them for 50, 60, 70 plus years, some longer and people have failed themselves, too, by failing, uh, falling, excuse me, for, for, for voting for these Democrat leaders who have been just pandering and lying forever and ever. But getting back to Jason, the song is fantastic. The fact that it's being called political, racist, or any other term is absolutely ridiculous. Go support him. Watch the video. Buy the album. Download the album. All those things. Buy tickets when he comes through. We always see him when he comes through. We'll be there in the pit again when he comes through here in several weeks in Jacksonville. I encourage you to do the same and see this for what it is. I hate that he's having to even deal with this. It's just such a dumb thing. But such a we were talking about this in the studio earlier today. Such a perfect picture of America these days. You take a song that's not political, shows footage of things that actually happened in our country three years ago, and then all of a sudden, Jason's in the wrong, and Jason's a horrible person to race. <laughs> what? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's not like they hired a director who was like, okay, we're going to make this scene on the streets, and we're going to have protesters burning. It's actual news footage that we all saw put in his music video. Right. Yeah. Which, again, it was a really cool video. I thought it was really well done, too. But anyways, it's, it's so dumb that this is even a conversation and that people are spiraling out of control about it. But it's also so perfect because that's just, unfortunately, where we are as a country. We don't have that small-town feel across the country as much as we should, as much as we used to. And, and I hope that there's some way we can get back to it. I'm not so optimistic that there is. But we have a lot to get to on the show today. We had Joe Biden, who had another dementia-riddled moment in the White House on the grand stage. Trump advisors had their phones seized as a part of the special counsel's January 6th investigation. And there was an interesting take by Jesse Waters. We're going to play it later, so don't worry. You don't, have to, you don't have to Google it or anything. But as to whether or not Joe Manchin and Donald Trump have some sort of deal behind the scenes, it's an interesting take. I'm not suggesting it's true. I'm not suggesting that's what's happening, but we're going to get into it and talk about it. Then the World Economic Forum, who we always discuss and we always describe, or not describe, we just reiterate what they're saying. Well, they said something else. It was a doozy. They want to use the digital dollar to ban ammunition purchases. 
Again, their words, not mine. We'll talk about it later on in the show. The Democrats see no problems with cocaine being found at the White House and then the investigation just being abandoned. No big deal, say a couple key Democrats. So much more. We got a ton to cover today. Before we get into it, though, guys, please understand the perilous situation that we're going into as it pertains to our own economy and our own currency here in America. Biden's FedNow plan has already been implemented. It rolled out on, on July 1st this, this month, July 1st of 2023, and there is a phased rollout happening for digital currency right here in the U.S. And what that does is that puts a lot of things at risk, first and foremost, including your privacy and, and your freedoms to spend your hard-earned money, but it also puts your hard-earned money at jeopardy, in jeopardy. So please be smart, protect it. There's a legal way to opt out of the digital dollar, and you can do it just in time with this straightforward, entirely legal tax, uh, tax loophole. All you got to do is talk to my friends over at American Alternative Assets. They will give you a free wealth protection guide, show you how to safeguard your wealth from a failing dollar and the volatile markets that are out there. All you have to do is give them a call. It's 1-833, the number two USA goal. Again, that's 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide will outline the precise steps you need to take immediately to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals, all without any tax consequences. You can also go to protectfrombiden.com. You can see it on the screen there or call 833-287-2465. So I mentioned Biden had another moment. Let's, ch let's check in on the White House and, and see how things are going there. This was yesterday. We brought Israelis and Palestinians together at a political level, and they uh, and, uh, and, uh, the, uh, and Akwa and the Polish Shrine. And uh, as I uh, affirmed, yeah. affirmed, he's actively napping. It sounds like maybe speaking in tongues. Um, I mean, <laughs> if that right there isn't awe inspiring, I don't know what is. I don't know what is, friends. I, stop it. I mean, this is. The so-called world leader. You had, you had more uh, animation. You yeah, be, a lot more. Yeah, yeah I got to bring the energy level yeah. down. Sorry. It's, it's just straight up embarrassing. Straight up embarrassing. And, and I'll reiterate again. I'm sure that this will come up later in the show. I'm sure that someone will say it in the chats. This is not me picking on an 80-year-old 80, 80 man. This is not me picking on dementia patients. This is me picking on the president of the United States, who should not be in either of those categories, should not be losing his mind, should not be failing cognitively on a daily basis, progressively getting worse on a daily basis, should not be falling asleep in meetings, should not be doing any of these things, should not be in office with the medical issues that he has. And, you know, all, all that to the side, also should not be in office based on the corrupt douchebag that he is and his family is. But that, that's, that's the conversation. That's the conversation. No one can look at that clip or any of his clips and be like, I think we're going to be okay. <laughs> no one walks away from it that way. I was fully expecting to see two orderlies in white jackets come in and go, Mr. President, come with us. Like, it, he looks like a nursing home patient or a patient at a mental institution who's sitting in front of a TV that isn't on and talking to the TV. Yeah. That's what it looked it's like. It's time for your three o'clock nap, Mr. Yeah. Biden. Yeah. <laughs> time to go. Yeah. No, I'm sure there are times where he breaks free from his handlers and there's a foreign dignitary in the White House or wherever, whatever facility they're at. And he breaks free and they look over and see him talking to them alone. <laughs> they're like, oh, shit. 
<laughs> Somebody get Joe. We don't know what he's going to say. Uh, he's it, talking to the portraits in the wall in the hallway. <laughs> what's he? Yeah, what's he doing? I, that's probably happened. I too. guarantee you, the Secret Service has found him more than once wandering the halls of the White House when he was supposed to be in bed. Probably. Oh yeah. And. Uh, 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 <laughs> Excuse me, uh, Mr. President. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> I was looking for uh, in Delaware. You see, a uh, corn pop. That—that's good, Mr. President. That's good. Uh, first, Miss, Mrs. Biden. Uh, yeah, can you? Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you—you you can totally see it happening. Uh, meanwhile, well, he's in office. You've got feds who are now—you know, we, we talked yesterday about how Trump was informed by Jack Smith and the special counsel that he needed to report to the grand jury, likely to be indicted and arrested for a third time. And you now have reports that surfaced that federal investigators have reportedly seized the phones of advisors to Donald Trump as a part of the investigation into the events of January 6th. According to The New York Times, the phones of Boris Epstein— described as an in-house counsel who helps coordinate Mr. Trump's legal efforts, and campaign strategist Mike Roman, who was the director of Election Day operations for Trump's campaign in 2020, were seized. They also grabbed the phones of John Eastman and Jeffrey Clark. Clark's phone was seized as a part of an investigation, uh, investigation into the alternate electors. We'll talk about that later, by the way. But the actions come as Trump revealed on Tuesday that he had, as I just mentioned, received this letter from special counsel Jack Smith and his team there. So the bottom line is this. This is not a surprise that there's another indictment coming. We, we talked about it in the question of the day yesterday. There, there's very likely, or at least very possibly, another one even after this, if not more. But the bottom line is, is the deep state is turning the screws on everyone around Trump. They're going hard to the hoop with, with Trump to ensure that he either goes to prison and or cannot run or both. But they're also going after everyone around him. And there's so much irreparable damage being done by the DOJ and per, uh, permanent Washington that the country honestly may never recover. And I know that sounds so awful. And I, I hate talking. I felt like yesterday, there, like so many other days, there were so many bad stories and so much doom and gloom. I hate talking about it that way. I hate saying things like, I don't know if we can recover. I don't know if we can get through this. But I'm also here. It's, it's my job to shoot you straight and tell you what I think. And that's what I think. I mean, these there's some of these things when it comes to DOJ, when it comes to others. Oh, man, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how we, how we make make it through this. The weaponization of the federal government is out of control. It is frightening, and it is very real. And it should be frightening to everyone. And Democrats should be frightened too, but they're not because they think they're on the same team. Guys, it it, it seems that way. It might even be that way for a short while but it will not be that way long term that's not how this ends let me let me take the crystal ball out do we have do we have the no we don't we don't no. have a crystal ball okay we definitely need one we do need one what's up with that it, like, got, it got held up in have? customs okay yeah. yeah well we are a third world country now that kind of shit happens uh but but this doesn't end well for them it doesn't end well for anyone and that's where we are and and they're not going to stop doing this. They're not going to stop going after Trump, and they're certainly not going to stop going after people who are associated with Trump because they need, they need those scare tactics. They need to leverage someone into giving them some information, re real or not, that helps with their narrative, helps with their push to ensure that he cannot run 
and or at least to be if he still runs cannot win that that's the entire goal of this what is it to invoke the 14th or 17th amendment saying that if any uh, public official is engaged in seditious activity they they're forfeit their ability to run for any public office that's what that's what they're setting them up for that's exactly what they want that's why they need this conviction this uh conviction of uh conspiracy to commit sedition that will prevent trump from being the nominee the republican nominee for president that's what they're going for because he's so far out of the system that permanent washington has right that it doesn't matter now to them it the permanent washington doesn't it doesn't matter that the masks are off they're totally fine the fbi is totally fine with saying yes we are the secret police and guess what there are two systems of justice that we're working under the one we have for us and the rest of you people because you are not in the same realm as we are and they justify this by saying by having the attitude of um, you know what this is for the own good of the american people because they can't handle what the truth is we are the keepers of the truth and we have to keep this system going the way it's been going since world war ii we we being the intel community are the ones pulling the levers of power we are the ones in charge politicians do what we say because we've got leverage against them that's the way the government works and we're now into this era where we're going into a more authoritarian form of government and you better be on board yeah because we're not going back we're going this way we're going to have one party republicans can still pretend that they're the opposition party but even if they have a president in there he's going to do our bidding like the last presidents have done since since reagan yeah well, you know what's interesting, too, about that, which is on, on par with what you're saying or connected to what you're saying and also a, a little bit not to, is I used to, be, being on the inside, being someone who was involved in clandestine operations, knowing what's behind the veil and what, what's behind the veil in terms of our own government, but, but more, more so speaking, the threats that our country faces on a daily basis, which is still true today. There's lots of evil and dark forces out there. Lots of it here in our own country, yes, but that's that's not for the sake of this conversation, talking about the other stuff. And I used to be of the mindset that the American people, one, don't have the clearance to know, and two, don't need to or shouldn't want to know all the truths that are out there because it is a dark world. Like, the job is to go and prevent threats, stop threats, let Americans live in, in bliss and, and ignorance to a certain you know, a certain amount. So, but I, I was, I was thinking about it. And I was thinking about it last night. I was like, where, when did this change? And, and when it changed was there used to be, albeit naively, some trust in government. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and that, cause, cause I'm like, I still believe that. Like, I still believe there are certain things that the mass populace doesn't need to know. I still believe there's certain things that journalists don't need to know. Tell us about this. Like, no, those are techniques, tactics, and procedures. We don't tell you how to do that because it's going to spoil things and the enemy's going to know what we're talking about. But where that all changed and where I'm, and I'm on board with the change is no one trusts the government anymore. So you can't say, you go take care of the bad guys and I won't ask questions. You can't do that when there's no trust. When the trust erodes and is gone, which it's long gone, now everyone, now, now I get the other side. Now I get what other people have, have long wanted. It used to be, I'm intrigued by what they do. I want to be able to tell that story at a cocktail hour. Now it's, 
I don't trust you guys. What are you doing? Like, what's going on? <laughs> the whole the whole thing has just been upset. It's all been changed. Uh, it's crazy. Okay, random question. Let's get to question of the day, and then and then we'll we'll continue on with some serious stuff. But I want your feedback. It's not, it, there's no one in no one in mind with this particular question. Okay, so I don't have a person in mind. There there just was someone in this position as a guest weeks ago. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in general. Do you think we need a woman on the show? Do you think we need some different chromosomes on the show? Can you please define a woman? <laughs> the person who will have to be able to define what a woman is. Um, the screening procedures will be tough, borderline inappropriate. Um, but no, do you think that we need a woman on the show? We're just kicking around ideas. I didn't even actually bring this up to the Yeah, this right. is news to us. I just typed it in. Uh, are you trying to tell us that one of us is getting fired? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great. We're going to have... I love you, Tom. Uh, I love you, Tom. No, we have an extra seat. We have all sorts of seats. We've got couches. we got all sorts of stuff. Um, let us know your answer. Do you think we need a woman on the show? Send your responses in. We'll tell you our answers, too. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> this is gonna, I'm dying to know the answers in the studio. we got a lot more to get to as well. Uh, as it pertains to all of these stories today. Tons, in fact. We're going to talk about this theory that Joe Manchin and Donald Trump perhaps struck a deal behind the, t the scenes. We'll talk about that. That's all coming up. Stick around. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833 287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. All right. Welcome back, folks. It's like we need to say, do you believe in miracles? Yes. Sorry, just <laughs> we, we do. We do. Sometimes. Um, okay. Let's get to uh, the question of the day, which was, do you think we need a woman in the studio and on the show? Um, Ginger just says, what is a woman? But then she says gender reassignment. So is one of us getting a, a gender reassignment? Is that <laughs> we don't know? <laughs> That's actually an interesting take. Uh, <laughs> Something to think about. Um, send, send your answers in. Tom, what do you think? Do you think we need... 
someone with different reproductive parts on the show? He's really thinking about this. <clears throat> you know what? To me, it, it doesn't matter if it's a male or a female. They just have to be in a position where they fit in. And the best way to fit in with us, as everybody knows, is through humor. So if it's somebody, so if it is a female that has a tremendous sense of humor, like the rest of us, then yeah, that would be great because it would it would help us a lot production wise in the skits that we come up with. Because I've been thinking of different ideas for some of the shorts that we've been doing, like the script handoffs and everything, and needing a female to play those parts. So yeah. that that would broaden our uh, our our production talent pool as far as like the the different kinds of shorts we could do yeah red white and blue likes the idea texas panhandle is it for substance or eye candy i think we can have both i think and it'll be a prerequisite just <laughs> if, a, if a job listing does go out we can't say that but if you don't fit both don't apply um but what we have working in our favor is the fact that most conservative chicks are good looking they are as opposed to leftist chicks that are fucking ugly yeah we got a clip of rosa delora coming up later on <laughs> we're not hiring anything like that we're just not doing it um is that is that wrong i don't know maybe is it shallow yeah it's very shallow. but you know what Dudes. we do things however we want here if you haven't noticed we kind of beat to our own drummer uh disco what do you think i, I mean i would i kind of agree with that as long as she's willing to put up with the uh, shenanigans that go on in the office yeah oh no nothing can change it can't be like that made me uncomfortable like cool there's the door get out <laughs> but i think it would be uh interesting to have you know a female on the show get her perspective on it yeah and um because i mean we all don't agree on everything when we talk about stuff so there's that but then i think it'd be another degree yeah. of that and so well and we play lots of female characters it'd be nice if we didn't uh, had a know. female yeah that, that'd be and plus it would smell nicer too right now it smells like cigars meat and bourbon in here and there's something wrong with that <laughs> I mean, I say, don't wear too, i mean let's not go overboard like those are aromas of the god <laughs> they're, uh, they're great but every once in a while just to get a whiff of, of something nicer yes yeah. okay all right fair enough fair enough um Need not really. You are all great, but it could be cool, um, says Ginger. Yeah. No, that's how I look at it. It's got to be the right fit. It's going to just yeah. happen organically. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, great. We don't, we're, I'm not seeking to change. It's not like, oh, my gosh, if we don't find this, we're in trouble. And I also think it's uh, the, the right personality because we don't need her to try to prove herself every day on the show. Yeah. Just be you. Yeah. Have fun. Let loose. I mean, ideally, you don't even talk. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but, I, no, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. Be you don't try and yeah. That's that's why it's got to be the right fit. It's got to be the right fit no matter what. I mean, I, I, you you've worked with me the longest. Yes. You know this. Like, I, if if you're not the right fit, I don't want you around here. It's just, <laughs> if you don't like someone out randomly out like barking randomly, you should probably not want to work here. That's a problem that we weren't going to discuss. On <laughs> um, okay, let's get into an interesting take here. Uh, on on uh, Joe Manchin because Jesse Waters, who is the Wayne Cochran of political punditry, uh, he had an interesting theory about Joe Manchin and Trump. Here's what he had to say. Donald Trump's due for some luck, though. He was cruising <laughs> last time and COVID hit, so he could use a spoiler. It also would help so he could pardon himself with the old pocket pardon if he's <laughs> indicted and, and convicted. He might have cut a deal with Manchin. 
he might have said, Joe, you run third party, you spoil it for the incumbent Joe, I get back in the White House and then I tap you for cabinet, Secretary of Energy, Secretary of Interior. That way, then you can kind of ride out into the sunset. You're a hero in West Virginia and you're also really rich. But it does feel like both parties are... I guess the Democrats called a bribe. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> that called politics. Oh, God. That's oh, called God. a deal. But it does seem like the Democrats are running too hot and the Republicans are running too cold. The Democrat wing, where it's like you got prosecutors, the media, and the intel guys, they're just bloodthirsty, obsessed, trying to kill Trump. That's all they care about. And the rest of their party's like, can we talk about health care, education, and wages <laughs> over here? Yeah. And then there's the Republicans that have totally lost any emotion. Mm -hmm. The whole country's engulfed in flames, and they're trying to maintain this air of respectability. You got boys in the little girl's room. You got, you know, the former president about to get arrested. You know, you got the open border. You got a high crime wave. And they're sitting there, and they say nothing. Mm-hmm. So there's, a, there's an eruption going on on both sides because the people at the top don't listen to the people at the bottom. All right. So one, real, real quick, June over on Facebook said, how about your wife? Uh, my, so my uh, great idea, my policy for family is a lot of people do this, too. They get their families super involved. We saw Poso had Tanya on yeah. Real America's Voice earlier today. Great. I don't know Tanya personally, but uh, but I know Jack and, and she seems delightful and is a, a great, smart, intelligent, beautiful woman. I, I don't. I don't bring my family into it just because between my old job, mo most importantly, my old job, and and then the hate that comes with being a conservative commentator, <laughs> I just try and... I mean, most people assume that Tom and I are affiliated with your previous employer because we work with you, <laughs> and so it's like, no, we're we're, <laughs> no, we just do the show. That's all we do. Yeah, no, so I keep them out. That's a, that's a good idea. Uh, I joked about Jesse being the Wayne Cochran. Do you think that's fair? Why do, why do you think, you know? Oh, it's the hair. The yeah. hair. I don't know if, if everybody's familiar with Wayne Cochran, but Wayne Cochran to me is one of the greatest rock and rollers of all time. He was a huge influence on Elvis when it came to the jumpsuits because uh, Wayne pioneered the jumpsuit look. He was an ultimate showman, and his hair... He just wore this magnificent blonde pompadour that is was the biggest pompadour I've ever seen before in my Which life. is a great word too, by the way. <laughs> we don't say pompadour. Pompadour. Enough. Pompadour. Everyone. Word of the day. All say it together. Pompadour. Um, it's the today's I feel word like of the day. That's happened a lot lately. <laughs> we, yeah. Um, but I, look, so this this theory though, getting back to the clip, people are like, do they ever talk about the clips that they show, or do they just show it and then move on to talk about it? <laughs> um, or food, or, or sports? Food, yeah. <laughs> uh, probably not the case. I don't think it's a bad idea. Like functionally speaking, if they were smart, I think that it actually makes some sense um, to do it. That's kind of how DC plays. But I think it's probably not the the way that it actually is going down. I don't. First of all, I don't know that Mansion would agree to such a deal. Uh, maybe he would. Maybe I'm wrong. But I, to me, it just doesn't seem like that's what's what's happening here. If it if it if it did happen, great, because it would work to conservative America's advantage. But I, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen either. Because at the end of the day, Joe Mansion is deep, deep deeply embedded into the Democrat Party yeah. and won't won't stray away from them at all.
And I also think he's reading the tea leaves knowing that Biden probably won't be on the ticket for 2024. And I'm sure deep down in his soul, like the rest of us know, that it's going to be Michelle Obama. And he doesn't want to be on the bad side of Michelle. Yeah. Well, and even it's certainly that. But even if they run news, I mean, I think it's just it really does for if you're in Joe's shoes, I don't want to be there because, again, even though I've I've praised him for a couple of votes here and there, he he and I disagree on on the vast majority of issues. But if you're in his shoes, you're waiting to see what happens. If Joe's the nominee, then maybe you do it <laughs> because it's better for him, who's who is deep blue, but he's not a radical progressive left person either. It's it's better to have someone who's conservative than 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 Joe because he doesn't get along with them in the first place. But if it, if it ends up being Gavin, I, I I don't think he does it. Even though I don't think him and Gavin are congruent on issues, Gavin is so far left of Joe Manchin. But I think that they can they can get to, and at the end of the day they can get to Joe anyways. Like we've talked about, you want a lake house, you want this, you want another wife. You what do you want? Tell us what you want, Joe. Um, Tell me what you want. What you really really sorry. <clears throat> but but um, but there has been some some change in that. We've talked long, and I we talked about it yesterday off air. We said it on air too before that if Michelle gets in, it's done. And 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 some of us can say. That's not true. Trump's going to win or this guy's going to win or that guy's going to stop it. You guys stop it. If Michelle Obama gets into the race and you can say whatever you want about Michelle and Michael or all that kind of stuff. But but <laughs> but but I'm but I'm being serious. Like think think that 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 Trump is the greatest ever. If that's what you think, think that he's not. If that's what you think, I don't care. Think that Michelle's a man, if that's what you want. I, I I may or may not disagree with you, but get down to the the substance of the question and of the issue and and the 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 brass tacks to what's going on. If Michelle Obama runs, Michelle Obama wins. I and we haven't talked about her for a while. It's been the prediction around here has been if Joe drops out, that it's Gavin. I still maintain that. I think that's more likely, but it is possible and or plausible. That Michelle gets inserted there if that happens. She's the sleeper that no one's talking about. Yeah, and and but sleeper that no one's talking about because of that sleeper for that reason, but not sleeper if she gets in because if she gets in, I don't think she's beatable. No, and that's uh, the Michelle Obama quotient of all this is the the issue that's not really spoken about right now is the fact that Joe Biden is just a figurehead who is installed there. Yeah, just as a placeholder. Democrats look at the presidency as a placeholder. They look at somebody just to come in and shake hands, be on camera and deliver a couple of speeches once in a while. And then they have, you know, whole panels and focus groups that come up with the laws that they want passed. Right. They just want somebody who's good at a cocktail party. Right. Whereas I think the, the Republicans still, some of them, you know, the, the, like the, the, Freedom Caucus wing of the Republican Party and people like us are still holding out hope that Republicans want somebody who's a leader to come into that position, be an effective president, but also be able to take back the House and the Senate and make some sort of headway. Yeah. Instead of feeling like we're we're down at the edge of the seashore trying to dig a hole and can't figure out why it's still filling up with water. Yeah. Yeah. No, great, great example. Ginger says, the but the country's systemically racist in her eyes, so how could she possibly win? Exactly. <laughs> the, the lunacy is, is there and present, and, and 
and it shows that it's absolutely not. We're not this system, which is what Ginger's saying. We're not this systemically racist country. We're not perfect, but we're, we're a lot better than everyone says on the other side. But <clears throat> I, I'm just going on record. If, if Michelle runs, Michelle wins. That's obviously not what I want. And then it's going to come out that she's actually a male first transgender president for the United States. Gavin as her bitch VP says Ginger man can you imagine I'm telling you though again you, we've all got to cut through what we want and cut through our emotions like, oh I hate those two or I hate this person or I hate that person what you hate doesn't matter it just doesn't that might sting the same thing goes for me there's a lot of stuff that I see out there these days that I do not like it doesn't matter no one is saying hold on let's let's hit the pause button what's Drew Burke was thinking about this no one gives a shit. No one gives a shit. It's there are a bunch of people who would vote. <laughs> Michelle wins. I hope she doesn't get testicular cancer. Uh, that's dark, but but funny. <laughs> Andy. Um, I, there's a lot of people who would vote for her. The independents would vote for her. The Democrats 100% would vote for her. And and that's just that's just those are facts. Those are facts. And if and if you can't see it that way, I don't think. You're, you, you, you've at least got one foot outside of reality. Maybe, maybe not completely. But. So, you know, like the, the first lady always does those to play 60s and stay healthy, all those stuff, you know. So will we see Barack be doing those things, going out to schools? and, and you know, got Barack's fourth term. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Term. Yeah, he'd just be shooting hoops at, yeah. the, at the White House, at least when cameras are on. But then he'd be, he'd be, he'd be running things. He, um, he can't go to his left. He can only, I mean, go to his right. He can only go, go to, to his, his left. He's an, he's left an ambi-turner. He's not a good athlete. I, we've had this discussion. I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with you. Uh, but, but, anyways, let's real quick. Let's. Um, speaking of, of of Democrats, we've got KJP who was asked about the weaponization of DOJ. Let's squeeze this clip and we'll go to break after we do this and and, and uh, discuss it real quickly. But here's what she had to say uh, about. McCarthy, because the reason she was asked is McCarthy called it the DOJ weaponized, which of course is. This was her response. Former President Trump received a letter from the special counsel that he's being investigated for his role in efforts to overturn the 2020 election. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy says the Biden administration has decided to, quote, weaponize government to go after their number one opponent, end quote. I'll say weaponize government. Here's what we have done. The president respects the Department of Justice, their independence. Uh, he has been very, um, very steadfast on making sure that the rule of law comes back in this administration, comes back uh, in the White House, and clearly the administration more broadly. And that's what you have seen. I'm just not going to comment on this particular case. All right. So there, there's the laughable rule of law coming back under the Biden administration statement, which we've already we've already addressed before on the show. It's laughable. This has become such a banana republic. Everything has been weaponized. All political opponents are being shot down, as well as advisors and friends of political opponents being shot down. But to be clear, you know, we said I think it was yesterday. McCarthy calling it weaponized, he's right, but that's just a talking point. McCarthy's not going to do shit about it because Republicans are feckless and toothless and all of those things. But this this party, this party, this administration that KJP is referring to as restoring the rule of law, they've done more to ruin our judicial system than any other satanic force on the planet. It is absolutely astonishing what they've done.
they've solidified the fact that there are two different judicial systems. They don't, it's not that they look at people differently. There's literally two different systems, one for all of us and one for them. And the damage that they continue to do and will continue to do until they're, they're held, in, uh, held account and, and put in check, which I don't see how that even happens at this point, is disastrous. We're, it, it's, it's absolutely laughable. That they, but, but here's the thing. She can stand up there and say that, and, and Joe's handlers can put out a tweet from his account saying, we've restored the rule of law, and we've brought back more jobs than any president, and we've done X, Y, and Z, all of course lies. And there's enough dumb Americans who will be like, oh, thank God. Thank God he's there. Back to normalcy. He yeah. brought decency back into the White yes. House. Why are we whispering? He wrote the bill. No, I have no idea. I don't know why we got into it. We, we always end up getting into some kind of whisper. Yeah, we, it's well, it's Joe's fault. It's Joe's fault. Anyways, th- that's what they're saying. Let's take a break. When we come back, we have a LGBTQ protester who stormed a DeSantis event. I thought he handled it pretty well. And then we've I've been meaning to get to this clip. We haven't gotten to it all week, but we're going to. We've got Charles Barkley, who decided it would be a good idea to defend both Bud Light and Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> that's all coming up. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network, and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Welcome back. We have a lot to get to. Starting with this story. Like the putrid stench of a clogged 7-Eleven toilet on a hot summer day, you had groomer actors show up at another Republican campaign speech. This time, it was Ron DeSantis. Here it was. He's sitting here talking about uh, all of our children. 
I have something to say to him. Why don't you focus on spending more time with your granddaughter in Arkansas, or at least acknowledge she exists? Before you worry about our children. So, I don't know if you guys could hear it. I couldn't hear it in my ears. But basically what happened is you had Ron DeSantis in that particular clip talking about his views, policies, policies, many of which he's put into place in the state of Florida regarding and and pushing back against the LGBTQ community, particularly, not, not again, not the LGs, the, the more radical, crazy trans-Tifa folks who have come out and are taking over schools and trying to ruin nuclear families, all that. But as he as he did, you had a as a you had a trans Tifa person there stand up, cause a scene, hold their flag, eventually get escorted out, and 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 Ron kind of pivoted in his speech, stayed stayed on topic, but pivoted to address the scene that was being caused there and how it's a perfect example of how they're forcing their way into conversations, forcing their way into our communities in 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 ways that aren't acceptable that are no one wants no one appreciates and and the bottom line is and he's right n- no one cared about trans tifa no one paid attention to them until they came for the kids until they started murdering innocent people a trend that's been happening here lately I, uh, notice who's been doing the, the mass shootings here lately some of them ha- i shouldn't use finger parents because some of them have been but like notice who's doing these acts of violence but they started going after families and more importantly kids they they've always lied but they've been you know lying about something about like in florida the don't say gay bill it was never the, the bill literally never said don't say gay it was it was never about that that was such a frustrating iteration that we went through but but ron has done you, you could be a trump person and, and not on team DeSantis. that's not what this conversation is about this conversation is about the lunacy that's being pushed by the left in this 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 group in particular, he's done an outstanding job. In, in fact, I would say one of the things that I admire most about, <clears throat> excuse me, about Ron DeSantis is is not just his COVID policies, but how he has pushed back against the insanity from trans Tifa and the LGBTQ community over education and so many other things in Florida. He's definitely got my support on those issues. And if you're a gay person who's living in Florida, you're, you're Florida, you're living in, in 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 this great state, this free state, and you're lesbian or gay, the traditional, the OGs, or in this case, the LGs, you, you don't live in fear. You're not looked down upon. Like this is a great spot to be. It's never been an attack on the pride community. It's 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 a, hey, you've gone too far, some of you. Most of you, when I say some of you, not even being the original LG members. It's all the new ones that keep adding letters to to things because they need additional grievance classes if you're if you're the left. It's those people. It's what you're doing is wrong and not acceptable. Everyone else, you're great. You're you, not only are you okay, you, you can you can teach the kids. You're a great teacher. You're a great PE teacher. You're a great doctor. You're a great whatever. You're welcome here. Just don't indoctrinate people and you're all right. But <clears throat> it's it, it the lies that are pushed by the left and this community on this particular issue are just out of control. They're, they're, they're so laughable. And yet, because we've got a naive populace, they, they go along with it. I can't believe conservatives are so mean. These people are so mean. Florida as a, as a whole is so mean. It's like, no, we're not. <laughs> Come here. You'll see. 
most of the people, if you're not in the middle part of the state, everyone dresses like they're gay all, all, all year long with critter shorts, bright colors. That's kind of just kind of the coastal vibe, which maybe takes us a little bit off track. What, what are critter point. shorts? Any any shorts that have critters like imprinted on them. Oh, okay. You know, oh, if it's got like okay. a lo- bunch of lobsters on, or like there. lizards or yeah. penguins. Don't okay. do that, guys. Don't do it. I should turn I, I don't own any critter shorts. Good. <laughs> what about shirts, Tom? Do you have any critter shirts? I don't have any shirts. I don't like anything with logos on them. So yeah. I try to, and I don't really like anything in plaid. I prefer solids, a couple of stripes here and there, but no logos, no animals. Yeah. But you're okay with maps. Logo. You're okay with maps. With what? Maps. Maps. Yeah, you have that one oh, map shirt. Sh- uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a nautical chart. Yeah, yeah. But it goes back, going back to the Antifa and in the grievance class, that's why you have so many plus, 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 because they have to keep adding on more and more people to join in. Now they've got, uh, what was the latest one that they had? Autism. How is that? How is being <laughs> autistic have anything to do with sexual preference or fetish? It has, well, actually, I take it back because there are some studies that have been done with the correlation between the trans community and autism, and the, that there is a link there that most of the people who are now transitioning sexes are on, 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 the, uh, uh, on the scale spectrum. Okay, sc- yeah. okay. So I guess I can kind of see that, but it's just, it, it, it was an odd connection. But they have to keep forcing this narrative because when you live in the victim oppressor world, there always has to be that oppressor, the one who you struggle against, that you wake up every day and this foe that you have to fight and you have to conquer and we're all in it and the struggle is real and the struggle continues and you can never be happy. Yeah. at that point no. and that's what this movement is that's what all of, all of leftism is is it's a very nihilistic cult and I just I, you know people say that uh, you know about the right saying oh you guys are so negative I, I don't think it's we're, it's actually negative when you're pointing out what is being breached in our country right? and saying you know let's pump the brakes a little bit Drag queen story hour, drag queens performing in front of children is not cool if they're doing it in a sexually suggestive way. I know that sounds prudish, but 10 years ago, we wouldn't be having this conversation. And I would never take my son or my daughter to a strip club. If I did, people would be like, what are you doing? You know, child protective services would come right. and ha- and talk with me. But now we're saying that it's okay just because somebody's dressed in drag, a, a male as a female performer simulating sex acts in front of kids is somehow okay. I, I'm missing that link somehow. Yeah, but they'll come take you, your children away from you if you decide to not let them mutilate their genitals. No, in California. In California, California yeah. Yeah, well, uh, it's it's insane. Uh, one of the worst in that community is Dylan Mulvaney. Mulvaney. Obviously, we've talked a lot about him. He's still in Peru? In Bud Light. Don't know if he's in Machu Picchu still. No, or he's where back. He's, yeah, I'm sure he's back. Um, <laughs> I'm fleeing the country for security reasons, but I'm going to Peru. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Well, lots of conversation, which has mostly died down, right? Now we're just crushing Anheuser-Busch's soul and Bud Light uh, in particular soul 
with their sales, which have, I mean, they've fallen out of the top 10. They've lost so much money. It's hilarious. And it really is because you, you make mistakes like that. You deserve to be punished. But you had Charles Barkley, who's obviously a great NBA basketball player, who, who decided that he should weigh in on this, this controversy and, and the discussion regarding Bud Light and Dylan Mulvaney. Here's what he had to say about it, and then we'll discuss. I want y'all to drink this fucking beer. I want y'all to drink this fucking beer. I got three cases of Bud Light. Hey, and I want to say this. If you're gay, bless you. If you're transgender, bless you. So it seems like Charles is, is maybe had too much Bud Light. He was wasted. He was wasted. <laughs> but but here's the deal. I mean, he missed the mark. He thinks he's being virtuous when he's not. It's like people who believe everything the government says want to cancel people who disagree with them and still believe they're independent thinkers and are part of the resistance. You're, no. Uh, the the whole thing, I mean, again, I, it was frustrating to watch. I saw it earlier in the week. I almost played it earlier in the week. Didn't. We've had a lot of other things to cover, but I wanted to squeeze it in there as, as we were talking about some of this trans-Tifa stuff because there's there's people like Chuck who are out there, have a big voice, a big following, and are so far off the mark. And people like that weighing in, it doesn't help. And you could say, well, how come you get to weigh in? Well, you okay, fair point. But I'm weighing in on the side of reason and sanity. Like Chuck's just saying this to appease a crowd there because he's drunk off his ass. And does does he dress up Thursday nights? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Here's another thing. I never thought Barkley was as good as most people think. No. <laughs> Dude, he was good in the paint, man. He was, he was good. He was good. He could have won a championship if he had. And I remember going out to watch him when he was with the Suns. He had left the Sixers and was with the Suns. My uncle lived out there. We went to a game. I liked him. But he's, he's not at the way, way top of the list. No, there's Michael Jordan, and then there's everybody else. Yeah. Well, it's also a different role. And people say, like, oh, he was one of the best enforcers. I never saw him as an enforcer, though. I just saw him oh, down. Oh, man. You go into the paint, he'd take your head off. No, I know, but I'm, I just saw him good in the paint. I necessarily saw him as someone who was, you know, scaring the other team. Right. Oh, well, for sure. If people trying to drive the lane on him. Uh, he, dude, he would I feel like Patrick good. Ewing was was better than. No, you, you, it would be it would be Barkley and then Lambeer. Lambeer was one of the Lambeer, dirtiest yeah. players he ever. He was great. Yeah. And out of those two well, in the nineties. Well, and you also can't compare him. Ewing was a five guy. Like they're they're, they're they were, but yeah, but I'm not saying he wasn't good. He no. was great. I liked watching him. Went to some of his games. I just don't think that he's. I, there's there's a lot of other people I put ahead of him. Right. Now, I'm not just talking Jordan. Obviously, Jordan is, and, and anyone who thinks someone rivals Jordan, you're an idiot. But like, but right, I, I do I do agree with you that a lot had to do with his personality as far as how people saw him as a great player. Yeah, hundred percent. And 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 good on you. Like he made a brand. He made a brand, and 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 it worked for him. He's had a very successful life. Uh, but he's dead wrong on Bud Light and Dylan Mulvaney. Okay, we're gonna take a break. We're going to squeeze in this Rosa DeLauro clip where she, she was unhinged. She kind of lost it. Kind of lost it. We'll show, we'll show you the clip on the other side of the break uh, to wrap up the first hour. Stay with us. Attention Americans. Breaking news. 
Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. get this in so Tom just as a side point here you gotta understand we show a decent amount not a ton but a decent amount of Rosa Delora clips on on the show and it's always interesting because she's just a very interesting fascinating person Tom follows (laughs) old Rosa here and has been waiting for this I've been waiting for this moment it's taken a year to get this are you gonna retire after this clip no, no, I gotta keep going. I gotta keep pushing it. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna unfollow her. I know that there, there are more hidden gems out there that she hasn't said yet. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Um, by the way, going back to the question, I, I missed this earlier. Sorry, Elena, over on YouTube said, "No need for a woman uh, in your show. Just keep it basic." Okay. I think that was that was the first, not strong, but 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 clear vote against, which which I can appreciate. I can she, appreciate. She calling us basic. She's not calling us. No, I think there was someone on that is a is a good longtime listening tequila drinking friend. I'm, all, I'm kidding. It's just basic. You back off. <laughs> it's just one of those words. No, it is. Ba- can basic can be with. taken the wrong way. Yeah. Um, so uh, normally low low key crazy cat congresswoman Rosa Delora decided yesterday to step up her game. Right. Don't know if it's because the cafeteria stopped carrying prune juice, you know, danishes or what, like what, like whatever old person fiber is taken out of the what's just like a fiber bar yeah, or something, yeah, something yeah. to keep her regular. But but she was upset about something, <laughs> and and here was the scene where she got fired up. Is there no limit on how low you will go to break the faith and trust which this committee is supposed to operate, all to placate? the whims of some who I might add, in looking historically, do not ever vote for appropriations bills. You are negotiating with terrorists. Terrorists. <laughs> Gosh, that'd be good. If they make another grumpier old men movie, I know both those actors are now deceased. God bless them. But a remake. Uh, a re- Reboot. Rosa Delora needs to be in it. Oh, for sure. 
She's like a caricature, like a, pu a Muppet. Yes, not even, almost not real. Did you see how big that ring was, by the way? It was huge. I couldn't stop staring at it. I mean, kudos to her for being an older <laughs> woman and carrying that thing around. That can't be easy. It's like a, it's a baseball-sized ring. Yes. Or a racquetball-sized ring. Yeah, pull that up, Aaron. Right Just go. Yep. That's, like, that's like the size of like a toy you get out of a McDonald's Happy Meal. It's <laughs> Just, let's get it in there. It almost covers up her whole fist. Yeah. <laughs> Go get it. Girl. Do you think it's for like safety reasons? Someone comes up at me when I'm leaving, I can punch him in the face it, with that. It's like from the Mr. T collection. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And this is coming from a ring guy. Tom's oh, a ring guy. I'm a huge ring guy. So I'm a I'm a fan of rings. That one is just, it's in a class all by itself. It really I don't is. think I can pull it. I think for Christmas, we go in and get him a Delaro ring to have yes. on. You know. We give you the Delaro. <laughs> the Delaro. Um, but uh, you, you hear her rhetoric there. And not just her, her whole party. Democrats are experts at overinflated rhetoric. It's what they do. But, <laughs> but I mean, if you're, if you're looking to... Uh, just my two cents, Rosa. I know you don't. You're probably not a, a viewer of the show, but but maybe you'll see a clip because the clips, you know, are widespread out there. A good negotiating tactic. I've negotiated a lot with terrorists. Now, granted, I, I use some fun tools to get things done the way that we needed to for your safety. You, you can't use those tools. But as a baseline, just in conversation and negotiating, when you want something to go your way, calling the other side terrorist. It's not a good play. Not a good play. I don't think it's going to get you where you want to go. <laughs> You're a terrorist. Yeah. We're talking about an appropriations bill. Right. <laughs> and people who disagree with her are now terrorists. Right. She likens them to somebody putting on a bomb vest and detonating themselves in a pizzeria somewhere in the Mideast to kill Westerners. It makes no sense. No, it doesn't at all. But at the same time, it does because this is this is who they are. This is how they this is how they think, and this is and moreover, this is what they think of anyone who disagrees with them. It's not. It's really not. You you can say it is, and 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 certainly politi politically uh, motivated things come into this, and and someone being a Republican, obviously they're going to stiff arm you right away. But when it comes to Democrats, it's not even does Tom or Disco or Drew have a, an R next to their name or a red sticker on their shirt. You know, it's not that. It's do you agree with everything I say? No, you said no, then fuck you. Like, that's their mindset. <laughs> like, they don't care how you vote. You can be a Democrat and, and they will lose their mind. Oh, you don't want to wear six masks? You're a terrorist, huh? You sleep with Osama bin Laden? Like, I mean, they just go to these places like... What just happened? <laughs> wow. Why are we having this conversation? <laughs> well, it, it, Isn't it's there somewhere in between. It's just a bully tactic to get, oh, well, if that's what she thinks of me, then okay, I'm going to have to agree with her because I don't want her to think I'm a terrorist. Right. It's so many times spineless Republicans <clears throat> have always backed down. And it wasn't until Donald Trump coming in and, and going, you know what? No, you're actually the weirdo or whoever. Yeah. And fighting back and showing some kind of backbone. Before that, you had the Romneys and, and the Paul Ryans who were like, oh, gosh, golly gee, I'm not a terrorist. I'm a good guy. I'm one of the good guys. I'm very measured, and I am just want to do right what's right for the country, by golly. And every once in a while, you need somebody to come in who somebody pushes, calls you a terrorist, and it's like, no, 
look at your hair. You're insane. Sit down. We're talking about an appropriations bill. If you want to negotiate like normal adults, let's do this. But if you want to drop down to name calling, I have nothing to talk to you about. And you're a freak. How's yeah. that? Yeah. No, I agree. You've got to stand. And look, there, there's probably a, a, a way. There is a way. To, to be forceful, call people on their bullshit and still be nice. We've always, as, as conservatives, been nice. But because of that, we get taken advantage of. There has to be that pushback. Like you're I remember having a conversation with this female officer, le leadership officer, who walked in. And she, by the way, is a diehard, bleeding heart liberal. Worked at the agency. Of course, was over top of us, but had never done anything because that's how things work in government. And she walked into a room and tried to make this passionate plea for why we were wrong and why we needed to do something different in a situation that had never been done. And most people just sat there like, oh, man, this sucks. And I, I chimed in. <laughs> it's like, that's the dumbest fucking idea I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and, and, and everyone, everyone was taken back by it, especially her. But you know what happened afterwards? was discussion because everyone else was just going to be like, all right, let's uh, let's shuffle the notes and get out of here and get on our way. It's like, hold on. Like, no, we can't do that. You can. And, and that's not normally my I'm not saying that to be like, all right, look at me like that's not normally my M.O. But we we cannot just stand idly by anymore and no. let them be like, well, they called us terrorists. We should probably retreat and go have some quiche and figure out how to how to handle this. Like <laughs> push back. Quiche? Is that what they had overseas? Quiche? Not overseas. No, oh, okay. No. Yeah. So push back and what? I'm just saying, so push back and not take it. Call their bullshit. There's times, by the way, where we're wrong, where we do need to say, you know what? We were wrong there. We were wrong there. Let's find a way to compromise this. But most of the time, it's just we're being bullied and our side takes it. Yeah. Bends over and takes it. No. Say no. You're, you can be as aggressive with your tone and your terms as you want, or you can, or you can do it politely, which is probably the more uh, encouraged way to do it. But still being aggressive and saying no, but it has to be no. It has to be no. We're not just going to take this anymore. Right, and that's what the Obamas did so effectively. Remember Michelle Obama saying, "When they go low, we go even lower." And then Eric Holder's like, "When they go low, we kick them." And then you have Obama saying, "If they're going to bring a, a knife to a fight, you better bring a gun." That is their mentality. Right. They yeah. want to win at all costs. And until the conservative side of politicians adapt that same mentality, it, I'm afraid it's just going to go down the road of Paul Ryan and Mitt Romney and yeah. Cocaine Mitch, and, yeah. and where it just, just goes into, okay, we'll do whatever the Democrats say because we don't want them to call us bad names. Yeah. No, 100%. And the consequence of that and letting those policies go through because people didn't have the spine to stand up. And I'm not saying you individually don't, but us collectively, if we if we do that, is what we're going to talk about on the other side of this break. Because the World Economic Forum came out and once again said exactly what they are aspiring to have be the, the case in terms of what our lives look like, what the rules are for our lives. And and what we can buy and what we cannot buy. Again, they say it out loud. We don't have to make this shit up. It happens. They say it, we repeat it, and we just hope more and more of you hear it each time because it's scary stuff that's coming up on the other side of this break.
Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. So let's get into the oh-so-awful World Economic Forum. And we've got another clip from them. And, and the World Economic Forum, by the way, is not hiding their position on anything. And they're specifically, in this clip, not hiding the fact that digital currency would be the ideal mechanism for them, the ideal mechanism for control, something that they want so desperately, and that they're getting closer and closer to having, by the way. Here's what a Malthusian member of the Global Elite Club had to say about the digital dollar and what could be done. Take a listen. And the one final note I will uh, make is that if you think about the benefits of digital money, there are huge potential gains. It's not just about uh, digital forms of physical currency. You can have programmability, you know, um, units of central bank currency with expiry dates. You could have, as I argue in my book, a potentially better, and uh, some people might see it, or a darker world where the government decides that units of central bank money can be used to purchase some things, but not other things that it deems less desirable, like, say, ammunition or drugs or pornography or something of the sort. And that is very powerful in terms of the use of a CBDC. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) there it is. Hold nothing back. So they want full control over humans. They, They literally say that, guys, all the time. They say it indirectly, like he just said there. They say it directly with Klaus and his his cronies coming out and saying that kind of stuff. But that that is what they want. And again, when you when you boil it down, humans are broken. All of us are. I am, you are, everyone in the studio definitely is. And and we all want more control. We all want more power whether it's over our lives, whether it's over other people's lives, whether it's over money, finances, health, you name it. We everyone does. These guys have the levers that they can pull and the connections and the relationships where they can execute a lot of what they they are aspiring to accomplish and and they're getting there and they're making progress and then as technology catches up and you get more and more world leaders coming together with all this you you reach a very scary situation and you reach a situation like what he was describing there where the government gets to decide what is a good purchase and what is a bad purchase i mean think about forget forget for a second that he said ammunition right after that just think about that in general, because as we've discussed, that could be steak. You want that ribeye or that filet mignon? No, we actually, we've decided that that's not a good purchase. 
you can't purchase that with your money. Right. That's what they're saying. Yes. Yes. Your money, your decision. No, 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 no. Those are illusions. You cannot do that. <clears throat> that is so scary. And then and then you look at this. I mean, you look at America and we own 46% of the world's population's guns, which is amazing. That is one reason America has remained free. That is the biggest reason America has remained free, not based on how it was started and all these things, how it's going now. It's the fact that we are a very armed populace who is is going to, when you knock on the door, say America, and then and then wrap a chamber, a gun into the chamber, around, excuse me, around in the chamber. But that's that's who we are. That's protected us. When you have stuff like this put into play, it starts to erode on every freedom. But they get to go after big ticket items like firearms, like ammunition. It'll be smaller stuff too. It's smaller stuff, still important stuff like meat and some of the things they don't want you eating. But stuff like that, we've got to stop these guys from having any type of ability to resist us. So that purchase is is not only acceptable, and not only is it not acceptable and not approved, but you're now on a list for trying it. Like, I I, I just don't know how anyone can wrap their head around all of what's being discussed in the digital currency realm, the government controlling finances realm, and be like, yeah, I'm okay with that. You're gonna have people who think, out of convenience, this is a really good deal and we should go along with it. Oh, it'd be so great. You know, it, it, we don't have to carry a wallet, we don't have to have a bank account, everything's on my phone. Well, you, you, most people have their banking information on their phone anyways. We That's a done deal, but then you then you, people just get lulled very easily into something that they think is going to be convenient for them and if it's convenient for them you've got them you've you've got a sucker a, a sucker who will go after anything that they feel like they don't have to wait in line or do this or that that it all be right there for them and there's no delay in the gratification that they want right. they will automatically go for it and that's what these people prey on are yeah. people like that in the ability of delayed gratification for anything? If it's a purchase, whatever, that's what they're going to prey on to push what they're doing. One of the things that he said earlier in that soundbite, he said these are, I don't know, um, the digital currency will have expiration dates on them. So you'll have your little coupon that's well, the government will decide what you can get with your coupon, which is the CBDC but it also have an expiration date on it. So if you're a day late growing, going to the grocery store, sorry, you're out of luck. We've deleted that from you. Yeah. Your money is gone. Yeah. Again, your <laughs> your money that you worked hard. But that that's how these global elites, the, the way that they see money and the way that they see people, they see themselves as being in charge and they're giving us an allowance. Yeah. We're not working for anything. We're working for them, and they're giving us a few crumbs in return, but we can only buy things that they approve of. Yeah. And they never get into, all right, let's just say for conversation purposes, we do go to the CDDC or CBDC, and who's, who's going to make the rules? Yeah. Who, who's going to say, it's just going to be on a whim. It's going to be, you know what? Uh, as Drew Burquist, oh, he wants to get ice cream. Not today, Drew. Sorry. Yeah. I would just love it if a bank decided, you know, let's just try it to one of them. Hey, yeah, you didn't use your money, so half of it's gone, by the way, just so you know. And then in 30 more days, it's going to happen. They'd be like, no, what are you doing? It's my money. <laughs> yeah. 
Yo, you want to take your wife to that steakhouse tonight? Uh, no. Now it's it, it is it's convenience. It's so many of these things. It's it it all boils down to control, and and it all sounds crazy. We never thought we'd be here, but but alas, here we are. This is what global elites and world leaders are saying, and it's all it's all happening. And 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 Fed now started July first. In the United States of America, they are rolling out a phased rollout of central bank digital currencies in America. And I just don't get, I mean, it, and for the people who are going to get caught up in this too, like so many people are excited, right? You're excited to get out of school. You're excited to be an adult. You're excited to have your own house. You're excited to get to all these benchmarks in life where you're like, I'm in control of my life now, which is cute that you think that, <laughs> but, but, but you're, you're, you get to those spots and you feel some independence and some freedom, Right. Some of those same people are going to willingly and wantingly go along with this and go back to basically having a dad or a parent saying, here's the amount of money you get. Oh, but you can't spend it. Those jeans are too short, honey. You can't eat that. You can't go to that movie. That movie's that's not good. You can't you're you're literally saying, tell me what I can do. But they won't see it that way. And when you try and tell them what the World Economic Forum, what some of these global leaders are saying, oh my gosh, you're a conspiracy theorist. Like, no, I'm not. I hate conspiracy theorists. <laughs> I'm telling you what they're fucking saying. Listen to their words. Don't listen to me. You're just here's, here's some sound bites. Go listen. Go. Well, I'd say the problem is, too, is that the, the people who are agreeing with them, you know, whether, you know, and hey, if you're still living with your parents, whatever it is, what it is, but they've been catered for so well, long. But, but but get out. But yeah, I'm going to say, but like they've been catered for so long. They're used to it. That's what they expect. They need someone to tell them what to do. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. They can tell me what to do because that's what they're used to. When it's like, no, you should be an adult. Put your pants on one leg at a time and go make your own decisions. Make your own mistakes. Don't. You, there's no safety net here in life, but they're used to that safety net. And that's like, yeah, I'm okay with it because they're afraid. They're afraid. They're afraid of what could happen. Can we take a pause too, real quick? I'm not trying to pick on what you're saying, because it's not your saying. Everyone has always said, "Put your pant legs on, you know, one leg at a one time." One leg at a time. That's no one does that. No how, do you, one, how do you put your pants on? I first of all, I wear shorts because how do you put your shorts on? I I put both legs in and I pull them up. Okay. Well, I don't think most people put one on at a time, right? That takes way too much time. Like, you should be having a coffee going. And doing that and then also like writing something down all at the same time. Be efficient. Dude, I, I don't put on pants like a fireman putting on his turnout gear. <laughs> I totally do. I go fast. Everything's fast. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 I mean, I, I would love to see. So you like, are like Mr. Rogers, like slowly put it. Is that how you put shoes? Right, so here's the question. How do you put your, if, when you do wear sh shoes with socks, how do you do your sock socks? And with, a sock and a shoe and a no, shoe. No, I do a shoe one at a time. Wait, no, 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 I'm saying, do you do sock, shoe, sock, shoe, or sock, no, sock, shoe, gay. shoe? I don't wear socks. I'm just saying, if you had to, what sock would be? Sock and a sock, shoe and a shoe. Yeah, otherwise. And the socks go on before the pants go on. Yeah, 100%. See, these are the problems that you guys have. <laughs> I wear board shorts, no underwear, a shirt, boom, I'm done. I don't have hair, I walk out. No, there's there's people that are like, like oh, I've been friends with this person. I, I see them do sock, shoe, sock, shoe. I'm like, we're done. I can't do it. That's You're, you're insane. Why would you do that? I don't know. I wear flip-flops and, yeah. and, and boat shoes. <laughs> I'm terrible. I've got to go to this event in Milwaukee in, in, uh, in August, and I think I have to put on real clothes, and it's, it's giving me heart palpitations. We, we should. Oh, sweet. Let's go shopping. I'll, yeah. you shop I'll dress you. Let, just let, <laughs> yes, please. And let me pick out the outfit for you and, to wear. And can we film it? Yes. It'll be a, it'll be a field trip. 
Sure. <laughs> sure. Yes. Let's do it. We're coming, Dillard's or wherever we're going. Um, okay. We got to go somewhere really weird. We've got. Well, there's plenty of those places. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, speaking of weird. There was cocaine found at the White House, right? What? That part's not weird or surprising anymore. What's weird is that the Secret Service just dropped the investigation, as we've discussed. And now Democrats are like, why are you guys making this a big deal? Like, they're, they're literally, <laughs> like, getting mad at conservatives for talking about cocaine at the White House as if it was a big deal. It is. It's a, it's a really big deal. We'll talk about it after the break. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network, and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Appreciate it. Do you guys remember when there was cocaine found near the Situation Room? Pepperidge Farms remembers, sir. In the most secure <laughs> building on the planet. That never happened. <laughs> Essentially, it didn't, Tom, because that story vanished quicker than a basket of Olive Garden breadsticks on the set of The View. It's, it's disappeared. It is gone. The Secret Service has dropped the case, and now you've got people on the left pushing back, saying that it just wasn't a big deal at all, like, move on, no, nothing to see here. You had a Fox reporter catch up with the rotund alt-left congressman, Jamal Bowman, who was asked about the cocaine. Here's what the portly communist had to say. Fox, right? Yes. I'm I mad guess. at Fox. Okay. Not you. You're great. But I'm mad at Fox. What's up? Okay. I wanted to know if you have concerns that there was an illicit substance brought to the White House and no one seems to be able to find out whose it was. I'm concerned always about illicit substances. No harm, no foul, and we move on. That's kind of, All right. No, no harm, no foul. But you're concerned, but no harm, no foul. Really? That's, that's where you're going? Sloppy body Jamal's not concerned that the Secret Service couldn't solve a case in the White House. No big deal at all. Not concerned that the, the, the most secure, most important, arguably most important building on the planet where the world leader, the, the world leader of the free world sits, had cocaine found and, and it's not a big deal. I, I, that's just a perfect picture. 
of where the soul of the Democrat Party is. Yeah, it's ridiculous. One, it's a big deal that they did find cocaine. But to me, one of the hugest deals that nobody's really talking about is the fact that the Secret Service can't figure out whose cocaine it was. That's huge. Right. No, it's absolutely huge. And if, I mean, look, if it was anthrax or some other, like, deadly substance, you could argue cocaine could be a deadly substance. But, like, a weaponized substance, like, it would have been solved. It, and by the way, this case has been solved. The Secret Service is very aware. <laughs> the entire White House senior staff is very aware of who the cocaine belongs to. It was pharmaceutical-grade cocaine, you guys. This wasn't street coke. They know who it was. They just aren't sharing who it was. And they want everyone to forget about it and move on because it would just add fuel to the fire of how broken, corrupt, and nefarious this particular administration and, and this particular family is. But it is unacceptable to have a Congress, a con even if you don't believe it, if you're Jamal Bobin, even if you're, you think this is no harm, no foul, which clearly he does because that he, he was shaken up and that's what came out. You lie about that. You don't, as a sitting congressman or any sort of elected representative say, yeah, well, I don't see the big deal here. Yeah. I just think that's a horrible play. It is a horrible play. At least say, you know, I'm going to urge this director of the Secret Service to not close the case and go back and see if there's anything that they can do to to find out who brought the who brought the cocaine into the White House because clearly the if the Secret Service doesn't know they they need to rethink of rethink how what their security measures are for the White House. Yeah. And don't if you want Jamal giving you a tip here, you don't even have to send the letter. Just say you're going to call exactly. or send the letter. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to do it. Do you think it would have been okay if the Secret Service said, "We know who it is, but we're just not we, we we're not at liberty to say." Like that would be more acceptable than saying we don't know who. I don't know. The the, the everyone is so just frustrated these days. I don't think you're going to please people no matter what. Yeah. Because even if they had said it was this person and here's what's going on, people still wouldn't be satisfied. But but the non-answer, the 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 non-answer is not the way to go. And then now the downplaying of it. He wasn't the only one. You had Chinese spy affectionado Eric Swalwell. He he had some thoughts on it too. Let's look at that and then we can continue the discussion. Why do you think the Secret Service doesn't care that cocaine was found at the Biden White House? Oh, I, I hope they care. There's thousands of people who go in and out of the White House. If you all want to be strip searched, uh, you know, for substances before you go into the White House, um, that's something that, you know, you should work with the Secret Service to see if they can accommodate. I mean, do you think do you think he wants to get strip searched? I don't know. No, <laughs> if it's by a, a Chinese woman, he's just being a jerk. He's yeah. just being a smug jerk about it because he knows whose cocaine it is and wants us all to go away. And the way to do that is to downplay it and make the person who's asking you that question feel about this big and just ridicule them and mock them to their face. Yeah. Well, and he says thousands of people go through there. I don't know that it's thousands. Uh, on a daily basis, but I know it's more than 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 a small number. But this was not in general areas. This was not a tourist. This was found near the Situation Room, Eric, <laughs> an area that has limited access. No one from the public is allowed. Little Johnny's field trip was not back there. I, hopefully, Little Johnny's not doing cocaine. But but it was. That's not that's not what happened here. But you're, it's exactly what you're saying. It's. That's a stupid question, even though you're totally right. I'm going to make you feel awful and feel like you're victimizing people and doing all these things. And, 
and 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 that's it goes back to the conversation we had earlier it works because then our side's like oh man i i didn't mean to make you feel bad i didn't mean to say something like that i didn't mean to go down that path if what you said is true what they said is not true keep sniffing keep going down that track because we there should be accountability there should be some truth and honesty in this the problem is, is there's just not a damn person in in that city who has those qualities and characteristics but i just these these are the types of of instances you can say there's bigger stories out there right now than this there are there are, there absolutely are i would agree with you 100% but this is a perfect example of the trouble that we are in when you've got a government that has been weaponized against the people, a government that has lost all trust from the people, at least from the people who are paying attention, and a government who's blowing off cocaine being found at the White House by someone in, in a high, high tier of government. We can presume it was Hunter. Hunter, obviously not in a high, high position, but he's part of the first family. We could presume it was someone else in the staff. It doesn't really matter. It's an awful look. And not only is it an awful look, but it's an even worse look when you have so-called elected representatives saying, yeah, it's not a big deal. Like, this is who we are. Roll with it. That's not who we are, bitch. Like, we're not who you are either, Eric Swalwell. Like, I mean, this guy right there is one of the biggest laughing stocks of D.C. He's slept with a foreign intelligence officer, well married with kids, which makes it all the worse. So you, you've committed adultery, cheated on your wife, with a foreign spy while you were sitting on the the intelligence committee, the House Intelligence Committee, which you've now been kicked off, which you cried about and didn't understand. I mean, that's, that's the perfect picture, too. Why are you kicking me off the House Intelligence Committee? Because you slept with a Chinese spy. <laughs> this is not a hard conversation. Figure it out, bro. Like, Still, my favorite meme from the Chinese balloon was the one that it was, like, written from Feng Feng. <laughs> like, yeah, that was I great. It's, I mean, God, people if you're that dumb if you can't figure out how that's a problem not only should you not be in congress you should not be anywhere you should not work at a at i'm not even going to say things because i don't want to make it seem like i'm putting down certain professions you shouldn't work anywhere you should be trusted by no one but but that's how they that's how they look at the world they really do you call them on that bro you just slept with a chinese spy lord knows what you've been telling her and not just slept with a chinese spy once by the way and not just slept with a Chinese spy who happened to, to really fall in love with Eric Swalwell. No one loves Eric Swalwell. Eric Swalwell, deep down, doesn't love Eric Swalwell. But it's, it's someone who's slept with multiple other people to get information. I mean, you were played, and the response is just, I don't get this. I don't get why the, the Republicans are, are, are throwing me under the bus and saying that I should remove it, that I did something wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. Okay, if, if you really think that. They're just being petty and vindictive. Yes, no, you're you're a slut traitor is what you are. You're you're <clears throat> taking two of the worst things you can be and you're combining them into one. I mean, congratulations. You did you did something kind of impressive in that sense. What but, Democrats are really good at is being the bully. And then when they get pushback, they always default to victim mode. So it's push 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 back. I don't know why you're doing this. You're yeah. just being petty and vindictive. I, I I didn't do anything wrong. You're the aggressor. Look what the mean Republicans are doing. Yeah. You know, you know what needs to happen is Swalwell's wife can do better. I don't know her, but she can clearly do better. Kinzinger, is he married? I think so. Okay, so she's going to probably leave him, too, because he's just a loser. 
Those two should get together. I could see Kinzinger and Swalwell being America's A-list couple moving forward. Oh, they'd be on every red carpet going uh, to the Academy yeah. Awards. And... No, absolutely. They're both arrogant, smug douchebags who think they're great, are nothing at all. I think that's an interesting couple. And again, they're both vile human beings, but the pop we've got a we've got a very uneducated populace. They would love them. They would. They'd be at every red carpet event. They'd be on covers of magazines. You guys should do it. Get together. Adam Kissinger, right? Yeah. Yeah. Married to Sophia Boza Holman in 2020. Okay. I just love how even, I think it was last week, there was a CNN host that was like, what's the big deal? It's just cocaine. Why are you guys freaking out? And it's like, did you just say that on air? <laughs> like, wait, what? If it's not a big deal, give it to your kids. Yeah. You know what's funny about this? It, well, it, it's funny just because of the hypocrisy involved with these lawmakers saying it's not a big deal you're the assholes who made cocaine illegal <laughs> right, yeah. no fair point fair point we've got a war on drugs cocaine being one of the biggest yeah thanks to you yeah yeah well we'll see they are they're ridiculous so over the top it's it's I, I honestly can't believe half the crap we talk about on a daily basis it I, seems like it should be parody like this is the Babylon B story, right? Yeah. And then it's it's not. There they are saying it in person, live in color. There's there's the story behind it. There's all the the facts behind it. Wow. Like well, how, how old is this show? Live in color? Like uh, what's the... <laughs> in Technicolor? I just La, uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, we're moving on. <laughs> we're gonna take a break. Uh, I want to have a discussion about government and about. Not necessarily laws, but I want to talk about one organization in particular. I've seen a lot of recruiting efforts on social media, which is smart, logical. If you're a government organization or any organization trying to, to reach different members that are in your kind of your targeted range for, for hiring. But I want to talk about CBP's recruiting efforts here and some of the nuance that goes into it, but also why at this point in time, anyone would actually want to join CBP. I want to talk about all that after the break. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled, it won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared, this may catch many off guard. Your hard earned assets are in jeopardy, but there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free free guide and get started again that's protect from biden.com All right, 
Welcome back. Um, we've got lots of ads. Lots of ads that are going out right now, as I was mentioning before the break for, for Customs and Border Patrol. A worthy cause, a, a great job to be an agent for Customs and Border Patrol or, or ICE or any of the people who are under that umbrella. Love you. Thanks for what you do. But it's not a great time to be doing what you do. If you're a current officer or someone who's thinking about doing it, Anyways, all this to say, you got Border Patrol who's recruiting new agents going out there, and it's it's just been interesting to see. In my view, it, it sparked a question in my. Most of you probably have seen it and passed it. You know, you have you have ads like this that have popped up. Earn the badge, go beyond, join our team. You can get up to twenty thousand dollars in recruitment incentives. Uh, incentives. For not doing your job. <laughs> well, but that's the thing, right? I mean, so what's happening is, especially under Biden and Mayorkas, you. You've got and, and you've got Biden and Mayorkas who have thrown their people under the bus, by the way, with with instances like Whipgate. Remember that whole story? We've talked about it a bunch of times. But these these people are being told not to actually uphold the laws. They swear an oath when they come in. You go in there. You've got to if you don't speak Spanish, you got to learn Spanish. You got to go through all the law enforcement training. You got to do all these things. It's a really important job. It's not the right job for everyone, granted, but it's a really important job. Having a secure border makes a secure country, which a sovereign country should have. But again, I would ask, there's, there's most entities, military included, with the quiet purge that's happening and all the changes that are happening under Lloyd Austin, General Milley, all these people. The same is true at the Bureau, or, or in this case, Customs and Border Patrol, who's not allowed to do their actual functional job, who's not allowed to actually enforce the laws of the land um, you know, I, I think I think that it just doesn't make sense that you would sign up for that right now. And and that's probably why they're doing the push, because you probably have people leaving and saying, this isn't what I signed up for, bro. Like, can can we just do what we signed up for? And they're not getting to and there and there's frustration and there's increased numbers of people coming across the border because of failed policies or just a complete entire lack of policies on the border. So they're having to do this, but I, I, it's got to be a tough sell. I'm sure there's some people who want to get into it. Like, that would be so great. Like, we can help families coming across. <laughs> we can open gates. We can pat a little baby on the head on the way through. But that, that's not who we want there. We want people who want to enforce the laws. We want people who want to go above and beyond and join, like, Bortac and get a part of the special operations crew there and do some badass shit. That's what you want. But this is not the culture that is there right now. No, and they're trying to purge that culture, like you were talking about with our military. What they would like Border Patrol to be, Border Patrol agents, they want them to be TSA agents, where they help facilitate people getting through security. Yeah. Not stopping people from getting through, but helping them get through. That's exactly what they want. Processors. Yes, they need people yeah. to do clerical work. I've worked with Border Patrol agents before, years ago, and I was very impressed by their training, by the fact that they're bilingual, uh, yeah. e even people who joined without having Spanish as a second language, but learning it yeah. and learning it on the job. And one skill that I was still am impressed by to this day is what they call cutting sign, where you look down in the dirt and they spot like a little piece of like a footprint and they're able to follow that footprint. And as you're walking along, they're like, oh, this looks like a group of 10 to 20 maybe. 
And I'm like, I don't know. I see sand. I have no idea what you're talking about. And then getting finally catching up to the group and there being 20 people there. Yeah. That part of it is extremely impressive. And the fact of the matter of uh, uh, those agents and what they do, going out on patrol, sometimes by themselves or sometimes with a partner, and coming across a group of 40 people and then maintaining that control of those 40 people because you're out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, There is no backup coming. And if it is, it's going to be hours before they reach you. Yeah. So it, it's a... It's an important job. It, the ice, I always view Border Patrol as operating as a very high level. And when you talked about Borstar, which is their tactical unit, Bortac, or, or yeah. Bortac, yeah. and then also Borstar, which is their medical unit that goes out and saves illegals who are in distress and gets them medical care, it's, an, it's a fantastic professional organization that has just run so horribly. And unfortunately... We're at a point in our history where the rest, the director of Homeland Security and the president want to neuter them. Yeah. Where it, they're just clerical workers. No, absolutely. It, it, it's, it is, it's really frustrating because it's one of the most important. It, they're not 1811s. I forget their, their designator. Someone out there can, can correct, but they're not 1811s, but it, but they're, they're, they're agents. And it's one of the most important jobs we have. And it's 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 one of the biggest travesties that they're not allowed to do their job. It's 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 absolutely ridiculous. But but it's 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 depressing to see this when you when you see people offering big bonuses. Military will do it sometimes too, like like they do right now because numbers are down. It's it's a good sign. Some people are like this is great. I'm gonna go and and if you want to, if you grew up wanting to do that, then then God bless you. That's a great that's a great thing. But. It's one, not the right time, and two, when they're when they're doing this, they're pushing this hard to get that. It, it, it just it's a sign of a, of a of a problem to me. Like desperation, it's desperation. You're not hitting your numbers. You're not retaining people. You're not getting enough new recruits. And I want us to get all those people. I want you to have a plethora of agents. I want you to have people on a wait list. And I still want you to give people who get cleared to come through and go into the training pipeline give them bonuses because they want to help support this country. Give bonuses to all those people who are doing it and doing it for the right reasons. I'm all for that. Don't stop funding Planned Parenthood and all this other stupid shit, but it's, it's a bad sign. It's a bad sign. And, and you see this and it just, it, it was, it was frustrating to me because I'd, I'd seen it time and time again. I was like, you know what? I saw another one last night. I want to bring this up because I hate that we're at this point. I hate that we're at this point and it's been this way for a while. And it's, and, and some of it, some of it has been a problem for a long while, not putting it on Trump, but, but, but particularly since Biden came into office and we've seen them come out and say, this is what we were told and this is what we were told we cannot do, even though we swore an oath to do it, that's a massive problem. And we've got, this is the kind of stuff that is so fixable that we have to fix and we have to fix now if we want to right this ship. And the problem is, is you got to have someone who's got the desire to fix it. And the people at the top have no desire to fix it. I mean, for, for Pete's sakes, Kamala Harris was named the border czar. How serious do you think we take the border? <laughs> yes, let's get our most ineffectual and dumbest person on the case. That wh Whatever they assign her, you know, is the last on their priority list. So that's why she had the border, and that's why she has artificial intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. You're right.
two of the biggest threats. <laughs> uh, the first one that our country faces, the second one that humanity faces. Don't worry, Kamala's got it. Got it. I mean, it, she figured out the letters. We'll give her that. She, she's off to a start. That's it's something. Anyways, I just I just think it's not the time. If if you're if you're a parent who's out there and, and it's a, it's sad, it's depressing. I hate saying it, but when people ask me, and I know I've said this before, and then we'll move on, we'll go to a break and get get on with the show. But when people ask me, would you have your kids join any any service right now? The answer is no. Serve serve your country somehow. Love your country without fail. Be willing to die for your country. Yes, but 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 serve in these these organizations right now with this leadership no i wouldn't do it custom and border patrol is no different the military is no different we need to get we need to clean the top of these organizations out get rid of all the poison and toxic behavior and toxic personalities that are there and then yes but but until we get to that point it, it's just an absolute hard no and i hate that it pains me i've talked to colonel manus who's a host on the show here i've talked to other people who have served and it's and everyone's response is the same and everyone's follow-up to their response which is no is the same and i hate it we all hate it no one likes it because it's who we are like i literally i identify with two things in this world i love my family but it's protecting my country serving my country and and the game of football those are like the things that drive me the rest you know whatever it is what it is but just to, to, to be at a point where you're where you're not even encouraging other people to take up the the torch and and carry it on and protect it it's it's a weird and and not good spot to be okay let's take a break when we come back and you know what's another not good spot to be when you've got someone who's a man dressing as a woman telling you how to live a healthier life that's a spot you don't want to be in anywhere but certainly as a country we're talking about rachel levine who is I don't want to sound mean, but perhaps the most hideous transgender female <laughs> on the face of the earth today. We're going to talk about some comments that he made after the break. You're, you're going to love this. We'll, we'll tell you about it. Stick around. my pillow my passion was to help each and every one of you and 20 years later all of your support is what keeps us going because of you we've been able to create thousands of usa jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever to thank you my employees and i are bringing you a limited edition my pillow the giza elegance my pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill the most amazing cotton and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Thanks, America! 
All right, who wants to talk about Rachel Levine? Well, we're going to do it no matter no matter what. But let me let me start this conversation here cuz we've heard some crazy things come out of Rachel Levine's mouth, right? We just have. We've seen crazy things be said by this this administration and this government about Levine. Every, everything about this whole this whole situation here is is ludicrous. But let's go back and kind of set the stage for what we're going to talk about, what he talks about here. And my question is this, who remembers puberty? I think the answer is Tom raised his hand. We all do. Disco doesn't. He, oh, he's, he's nodding now. He does. You have zits breaking out in your face, your voice cracking, getting deeper for most. Maybe some, some new hair growth in certain parts of your body, your peaches, <laughs> right? <laughs> some uncontrollable changes below the belt that kind of just pop up sometimes and maybe you weren't expecting it, right? It's happening. You got to put your hand in your pocket yep. and double over. Yeah, exactly. Or, or, Is something wrong with your back? Nope. Just, or if you're uh, in school, you use the book trick. You take the, the book, you know, hold it in front. Hold it in front. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever you've got. Produce, books, Produce. animals. <laughs> it's an awkward time, right? Everyone goes through it. That's just... That's just what happens as you transition from a child to an adult. So, of course, with this, you've 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 got it being natural, it being something that that you know God has designed your body this way, and biology works this way. So, of course, the anti-science nutjobs on the left want to eliminate. It. They got to get rid of it, right? We can't have it just be the way it was supposed to be because that. That, that shuts us up. That takes us out of the equation. Well, so we talk about puberty and all of its awkwardness to get to this point because the fake admiral and fake woman, Rachel Levine, weighed in on puberty. Here's what was said. What would you say to folks who think that they're being reasonable by saying, why can't children just wait till they're 18? Adolescence is hard and puberty is hard. What if you're going through the wrong puberty? What if you inside feel that you are female, but now you're going through a male puberty? The the wrong puberty. Wrong puberty. What the hell is the wrong puberty? This this person, I, I'm being I'm being serious and 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 actually, although it probably sounds mean, kind-hearted here. This person, Rachel, whatever your real man name is, you need mental health counseling. You have got so many issues. So many issues. I'm going. Someone's going through the wrong puberty. <laughs> Stop it. I, I, why, why are we talking about this? Why is this a real conversation coming from someone who has made an admiral, not really an admiral, and pretends to be a woman, not really a woman? Why, why, and why is that person telling us how to live healthy lives, not just healthy in terms of diet and body and physique and, and in the, the medical aspect of it, but also emotionally? This person is so far off course, it's ridiculous. But, but it's not just Levine. I mean, the whole party, the left is full speed ahead to change discussion points, to change the narrative, and to change the population. And one thing they want to do with the population is they want to reduce the population of America by neutering our children, by aborting our children. They're, they're going hard to the hoop on both of those things. And you've got people who are buying into it. You've got some Zoomers and millennials who've bought into this, not having kids because of the impact on the Earth's environment by having another mouth to feed. What? You've got people who will go along with this. Well, hold on. You know what, mom, dad, teacher at school, 
I think I'm going through the wrong puberty. This just doesn't doesn't feel right. I think it's the wrong one. How do I how do I do the right one? I mean, you've got people who will do this, but I mean, this is insanity. It's absolute insanity. <laughs> it's totally insane. And speaking of insane, I don't know what I why I thought of this, but is Rachel Levine involved in a relationship with somebody? I don't know. Why did you think of that? I, because I was watching that close-up, and I was like, oh, my God. Can you imagine that face coming toward you and just being, like, like turning and, like, going in for a kiss? I don't know what I would do. Oh. I, I would be terrified with that salami breath coming at you. It's definitely a meat and cheese breath. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. But getting back to this whole point about puberty and having the wrong puberty, here we go once again with the science-denying left saying that people can go through the wrong puberty. Right. Which doesn't make any sense at all. The only time that that would make sense is if you're somebody like Levine who's transitioned after becoming an adult. And then you can pontificate about what it was to... You go through these feelings. I really felt that I was a woman, and I and I don't know any guy who would wishes that he would start his period as a teenager. That that is all just really weird. Yeah. To to think that that would be something you feel like you've missed out on, which I've known. I know quite a few women, and I don't know any of them who would say, you know what, Tom, you really missed out as a teenager not getting your period. Yeah. None of them have ever said that. So you've that. not had that, that conversation. No, yeah. this this is ridiculous. I mean, and it's a further push. I mean, obviously, Levine has some significant issues and has got some, you know, massive dysphoria going on that we're all seeing on full, you know, full display here. But, but it's a push to further justify transitioning children, which is a massive push for the left for a multitude of reasons. But it's a further push for that. So they can have the correct puberty. But keep in mind, you brought it up there too. I mean, this uh, Levine, Dick Levine, because it's, it's Richard, right? Mm -hmm. So Dick Levine, he didn't put on a slip and a blouse until he was in his 50s. Now he might, well, hold on. He might have put on and played, played dress up before then, but he didn't transition until later in life. So he's he's coming, like you were saying, from this, 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 well, I don't, I'm, I want to protect the kids. So we need to transition the kids now. But but there are people who will go along with that. Like, oh, well, this is an admiral. This is Rachel Levine, a revered individual. Texas Panhandle said, Drew, cut her some slack. She's probably going through menopause. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think it's really important to remember that the disdain and disgust that we have for Levine isn't the fact that he's a trans man the reason why i detest this creature so much is the fact that when he was in charge of health in pennsylvania he took his own mother out of the nursing home because he knew what was going to happen yeah. when he signed off on directing uh nursing homes to take covid positive elderly patients back he knew they were all gonna die yeah. this ghoul is responsible for so many deaths in Pennsylvania, it's unforgivable. So anything this beast has to say, yeah. I consider it our duty, my duty, to mock and ridicule this absolute 
disgusting wretch of a human being. Well, and it, it, that's true. That's true and often forgotten. I mean, when, it, when, when he first came into the picture, that was discussed more and it hasn't been discussed, frankly, enough since. But it's, it's, it's that. And it's the fact that y you are taking a position. I wouldn't say, uh, you know, of necessarily authority. It's more authority than, than you should have. And it's more authority than anyone in that particular position should have. But you're, you're taking this role and this title that you have now, and you're, you're shoving this down in the throats of the American people, trying to force it on others. Our issue on this show, and, and I think most of rational America out there, is, is and always will be, just don't force things on us. You do you. If you want to play, Richard, you want to transition to Rachel and play dress up, by all means, do it. I, I, I'm not going to give you a gift. I was going to say I'll give you a gift card to like Talbots or something. I'm not going to do it. Talbot, but, Talbots. But, but, <laughs> play dress up. Just don't say that you need to let your kids do this and or force it onto children across America. That's where the line is. And, and if, if he didn't go so hard to the hoop every day trying to ruin families and ruin children's lives, I wouldn't pick on him either. Because I don't care. And everyone thinks, oh, you're so against, you're such a transphobe and a Z, all these things. Like, no, no, no. I'm against very certain ones. If you're like Rachel and, and you push hard to just, what I believe in my heart, to destroy children's lives and rip apart families, I hate you with everything in my being. And I want to mock you, as Tom said. I want to ensure that everyone knows the fraud that you are and the awful, just disastrous human being that you are. If likewise, one of Levine's friends is quiet about it. And is like, I think you shouldn't talk about that. Let's just go dress up together and do this and let's go get dinner. Let's just try and live a normal life, albeit pretending to be a different gender. I could care less about you. I, I won't pick on you. If we have a get together at the studio, which is not going to happen, I would invite you. Like, come on. I don't care. Have some of our drinks. Have some of our food because that's just what reasonable human beings. But the other one, Levine is actively trying to destroy America and take part in a very active communist plan to take over America and what we look like as a country. Not on board with it. Sorry. Never going to happen either. Okay. We can move on from Levine now. And we're actually, you know what? This is kind of remarkable. We're actually ahead of schedule today. This never happened. Well, it ebbed and flowed. We were behind for a while. Now we're back on we're schedule. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it happens. We're but doing yeah, it. Yeah, we got like it. like a meandering river, Drew. Yes. <laughs> Please continue. It's kind of like old Huck Finn when he set out down the old muddy on his quest for adventure. <laughs> Yes. That's, okay. And, and, and back on track we are. So we're going to we're gonna take uh, an ex, a little bit of an extended break here. We're going to come back. We're going to recap what the World Economic Forum is pushing. We're going to talk about something that is a, a, a consequence of the type of world we're going into that Nigel Farage just experienced. It's not about Nigel Farage per se. And it's not even about very specifically the story and the experience he's going through right now. It's, it's more painting a picture of where we are going on the whole. That's coming up. We've got these elderly folks who are now being charged in Michigan in this BS stuff that's going on with our weaponized government. We've got all sorts to cover before we get through. There's another story we're going to hit on, too. i got to remember what it, what it was. I'm trying to speed ahead here. But, oh, yeah, the law our law enforcement community has been just ravaged since, really since Ferguson, but but it you know went into overdrive after the the roids of Saint Saint George uh, Floyd and the riots or the roids 
Did I say roids? You said roids. He, he was probably on roids too. I mean, okay. Every drug Just want to make sure. The riots, the, everything after uh, the the riots of uh, following Floyd's death there, but. You've got people now saying, hey, you, you you need to just get out of here. And there's a police union boss in Los Angeles who told the law enforcement officers just that. Get out of the city. Leave. Go somewhere else where you're respected. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the state of law enforcement in this country. Everything else I just told you about right after this break. See you soon. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets dial 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465 this invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your ira or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences don't let biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar call 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833 833- 287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. It's a crazy world out there, and we're facing more uncertainty than our country has faced in a long time, if ever. And the most important advice that we can give you and your loved ones is be prepared. Most people don't realize they need something until it's too late. Whether it's a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid, war. You need to be prepared. Don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones during the worst of times. And then pray you never need it. Thankfully, we have just the solution for you. Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected you get prepared and you support a pro-america christian company that shares your values at the same time everyone wins and the best news is you also get discounts on emergency survival foods heirloom vegetable seed kits water filtration and storage kits and loads of other survival resources such as guides on how to grow and preserve your foods so get ahead be prepared and survive with a company that shares your values and we have you covered with great discounts go to heavensharvest.com and use promo code rvm to save 10 percent. again that's heavensharvest.com and use promo code rvm to save 10 percent on your order Get more of Drew and This Is My Show with Coin Club exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge Coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. 
Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. kicked off this hour we've actually got to take a step back because i don't know why i made that very drastic kind of like hammer pullover but we, we've got to take a step back because a big story today that we covered and this kind of happened yesterday too we, we went back on a story that's super important is the fact that you had the world economic forum talking about all the things they want to do all the things that they want to control and they, again, were just coming right out and saying it. And you had this joker here who's granted hard to understand, which I'm not picking on his voice, picking on his accent, but but you got to make sure you listen and hear what he says because it's really important. When the World Economic Forum or, or a lot of world leaders speak in this day and age, it, it always, this always should have been the case. We should always listen to what they say. But particularly now, as everything is changing and it's changing so fast Listen to what they say and then match that up with what you're seeing across the globe in your community at home, in your country, wherever that might be, and, and see what desperate times that we are in. Listen to what he said here about what he wants to control, what they want to control with the digital dollar. And the one final note I will uh, make is that if you think about the benefits of digital money, there are huge potential gains. It's not just about uh, digital forms of physical currency. You can have programmability, you know, um, units of central bank currency with expiry dates. You could have, as I argue in my book, a potentially better, and uh, some people might see it, or a darker world where the government decides that units of central bank money can be used to purchase some things, but not other things that it deems less desirable, like, say, ammunition or drugs or pornography or something of the sort. And that is very powerful in terms of the use of a CBDC. I love, we didn't get into this before. I love that he threw drugs and porn into that conversation, too, by the way. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's worth noting for sure. Yeah, because anytime that I see somebody from the World Economic Forum who's speaking like this gentleman, I automatically think that they're having sex with kids. So with him talking about pornography being something that that's bad or whatever, and everything is bad if you uh, to carry it to access. But I mean, pornography is a whole different subject that we could go down. But it's funny that he's trying to lump that in there. All he cares about is ammunition, right? Because in order for the uh, World Economic Forum to get the world that they want, they have to eliminate weapons, guns, out of the United States. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's and it's not. You're right. It's not. We talked about that before. You got to get rid of that because you got to get rid of a resistance. But it's not just. It's not wherever they are because most places have that for the for the entire globe. They have to get rid of our weapons because we are a threat to the entire global plan that they have. That's 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 absolutely true. And that that's that's one of those things where he's he's making a list to make it seem like we're we're doing this for everything. No, it's it's 100 percent for that. It will be for other things that they lump in under climate change. And, and, and when they do that, what they're really saying is we want that and we want all of that and we don't want you to have that. So we're going to say it affects climate change so we can have all of it. Beef, gas, whatever the case might Booze. be. Booze. Booze. Drugs. Yeah. It's not just marijuana, cocaine. Alcohol is considered a drug. Yeah. And it's delightful. <laughs> uh, but no, you're right. Those are the things that they're going to want. So so they're pushing for this. And they're saying, again, the, we bring it back up for those who are joining the show for this third hour and, and perhaps missed earlier. But we bring it back up because this is what digital currency looks like. Everyone sees digital currency as a, as a new innovative tool, a convenient tool. Oh, this is going to be great. It's just going to be there. No, when's the last time you gave the government control over anything great? That's that's step one. But it will be used against you. And, and the reason we say it will be used against you is not because we've come up with this cool storyline. Okay, like what if this happens and then that were to happen and you'd have this figure come in and this entity come in. It's none of that. It's literally just saying what they've told you they're going to do if the digital dollar gets put into place, which, by the way, it's in place in a ton of countries across the planet. It's being phased in right now here in America that that this is what it is and these are the types of things they get to do and it ties in your money and it ties in your social credit score which no one would ever have thought would be a, a conversation in America but it's coming it's already here it's just not being discussed outright and people aren't getting you're not getting like a, a weekly email report like here's how you came in disco here's how you came in Tom you're not getting that but but it's there and and they're saying we don't want you buying ammunition that is where it will go it is it is troubling times it is scary times and i i hope that you guys are paying attention i really do okay speaking of that the byproduct of government having more control more power over what you're doing is they get to determine what you can buy where you can go where you can have accounts not have accounts and while these are not directly connected, they're in the same space, and they're, they, it, this shows a, a picture of where we're going. You've got Nigel Farage, who everyone's, I think, pretty familiar with, who has now come out and said life in Britain is, quote, becoming completely unlivable after claiming his bank accounts were closed in revenge for his stance and his involvement in Brexit. The former conservative leader said the, bankrupt, uh, the banking group he's been with for 43 years phoned him two months ago to say we're closing your accounts. He described the bank as a subsidiary of a big banking group with a very prestigious name, but said he would not name them just yet. But I think we all can assume <laughs> that it rhymes with BlackRock. <laughs> I don't I don't want to say their name, but it rhymes with BlackRock. Um, but but he, he went off on a set. We're not going to show you the clip, but he went off on a six minute rant posted on Twitter. And he said that British banks are part of the big corporate structures who did not want Brexit to happen. He claimed to have subsequently been denied personal and business accounts by seven other banks. Now you've got the, the, the GB News presenter who said that without a bank account, which he's right, you effectively have become a non-person. I mean, think about that. We, we more or less live in a cashless society. 
eventually it, it absolutely will be but we we really do he, he went on to say he might he may be able to process payments with the help of a financial technology firm but that he would not be able to access a debit card earn interest on his deposits or take out a mortgage any of those things in the video that the the six minute video i referred to before he said i won't really be able to exist and function in a modern 21st century britain so this this kind of stuff i bring up this story not because i'm some big nigel farage guy but i bring it up because this kind of stuff is a really big deal and this kind of stuff is where we're going i remember uh back being with the blaze kurt schilling was doing some stuff with the blaze for a while he got he, he lost his insurance coverage over his political beliefs the insurance company said we can no longer insure you this kind of stuff has been ramping up and progressively happening more and more and private businesses re refusing service to customers on the, the behest of a, a government if, whether it's the united states the united kingdom or whoever you guys that is fascism period end of story that is the definition of fascism now the people in america will tell you that we're fascist conservatives are fascist <laughs> they will even go so far as changing the definition in dictionaries and on google to make it seem like that's who we are but that's what fascism is and they're okay with it they're okay with it they're pushing ahead i mean they're they're the only thing you can see from moves like this you, you should never utter see or 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 feel sense the word freedom with this because that's long gone with these types of maneuvers it's the goal is forced compliance. That is what is is being done. And imagine what would happen with a digital currency. You don't act the right way, boom. You're, I mean, you, your money's deducted out of your account, or or just you're 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 told you can't purchase anything until you get your score up, or whatever the case might be. But but these types of things really scare me, and it, and it really scares me and and us and 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 the state of things in America too. Because we are considered, me, me personally, being a former counterterrorism officer, trained and paid by the government to go hunt down bad guys, is now considered to be a domestic terrorist in this country. And when these types of things go into effect, I don't feel too good for myself or my family. It's, it's not a great spot to be. But it's not just me. I mean, it's, it's certainly you guys. It's people in this audience. It's everyday Americans who are patriotic, love their country, and want to still have a country, want it to not be a communist shithole, we're the ones who are going to take the brunt of all of this. And these examples right here are, are what scare the, the bejesus out of me because it's... This is very troublesome because a lot of people are going to be like, big deal, it's just one guy, it's Nigel Farage, he, he caused a lot of angst with the people of England, with the whole Brexit, it's just one person, it's not a pandemic of people getting blacklisted or blackballed from banks but this is how it starts right remember when alex jones was banned from twitter everyone's going oh it's just alex jones he's a kook anyways who really cares and then you had milo then you had loomer and then you had just it never ends right once it happens with the first person and even if you don't agree with that person it's the fact that it's happening. Right. Because eventually it'll get to somebody that you care about. Yeah. And that's the goal of this. Because when you had Jones and Loomer and Milo all thrown off Twitter, what did that cause? What was the ripple effect? The ripple effect was self-censoring. People weren't going to start sharing things 
on Twitter or on social media that they thought they would get canceled for. And that's what you're having now. The, 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 the powers that be with this globalist cabal want people to start self-censoring like the people do in China. Right. They, they, exactly. They do. Well, and, and, and your example is, is, is spot on. And that is where there's lots of people on the right who feel that way. Like, who cares? It's Alex Jones. Who cares? It's this person. I didn't agree with what he said in the first place. Like, whatever. It doesn't affect me. Okay, maybe in your little, in your little world, that's, that's true for a hot minute. There's independents who feel that way. But there's Democrats who feel that way, too. And don't, re- as we always say, don't realize they're coming for you. Like, it's certainly the, the conservatives and the people who are going to at some point wake up and say, I don't like this, you're toast. But there's, there's, there's people all over. I mean, it is. It's such a slippery slope. You, you, you take any measure going down that tyrannical path. First of all, once you give up your freedom, you never get it back. We always say that, and I mean it. But you, once you go down this path, you don't come back. And everyone gets annihilated if you're not in the most elite of elite clubs, which is, which is a joke in the first place because the people making these things up are not elite. But, but they think they are. And... <clears throat> It gets everyone, which is why we always say here, it is us versus them. Drop the political BS. Drop drop this candidate or that candidate stuff and just see it as, are you an American? Do you like being free? Okay, cool. Then we're on the same team. Let's not let them do what they're trying to do. That's how it needs to be. It's not going to be that way. I know that's too too lofty of a goal to imagine people coming together for, for protecting freedoms and sanity, but, but that's where we are. Well, I, and also too, this is—it's a par- It's not the exact same thing, but it's a parallel. You can look at the writer strike that's going on now in Hollywood, and you can see the fact that the writers realize that they're in trouble right. with AI, and this—and you might not have any connection to Hollywood other than the fact that you watch movies or TV or whatever, and that's your only connection. Which is totally fine. But again, that's the first one. There's going to be so many jobs that are going to be eliminated by AI, even ones where hardcore liberals, like you see that some of the screenwriters right. who are hardcore liberals, never thought in a million years that their, their, their craft and their art would be taken over by a machine. Yeah. Guess what? It is. And you know why? Because all the tech overlords now own the major film and production studios. And they want to save money, right? No, exactly. And and they are. You saw some of the some of the screams and some of the the actual words that those those writers said out there. You can presume most of them being liberal. And it is like this isn't fair. It's like guys, we haven't been living in a fair world for a long time. <laughs> Welcome to the club, bitches. And I, I I don't like that they're losing their jobs. One because I don't want to wait for good movies to come out for the ones that are good. But, but two, because I want people, I, I, I want us to be on the same team. I, w- I don't think we're going to be, but I would like it to be. You guys live in a fantasy world. Let me live in a fantasy. My, my fantasy world is we go back to the 80s. We have 80s wrestling. We have Reagan. We have, we have con- congruent common enemies in big state actors, and we're proud of our country. And there's some neon flying around. Like, like what's, so, what's so bad about that? Leg warmers. All those things, and we beat the Russians in hockey. We beat was, the Russians. It yeah. was the first time as I, as a kid, I ever heard 
an arena filled with adults chanting USA, USA, and being proud of being an American. Yeah. Amazing. You don't hear that anywhere these days. No. <laughs> if you do, everyone's like, did you see the racist, like, yeah, homophobic that. convention? <laughs> Right-wing <laughs> lunatic over there chanting USA. <sighs> see? I just, my fan, I, I feel like my fantasies are better than the left's fantasies. You didn't have people fantasizing about ripping their genitals off back then no. and destroying families. What can we do to ruin everything? Bro, we had Hulk Hogan and Sting in a syndicated show called Thunder Bay where they had speedboats and they're running around solving mysteries. We had Magnum P.I., yes. <laughs> who yeah. is the coolest dude ever. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Easier times. Easier times, indeed. Easier times, indeed. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about more hard times because you've got more weaponized governments, state, federal, all of that, going after people that they don't like, political opponents. It's happening in Michigan, too, as it pertains to the 2020 election, and we'll talk about it after this break. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Let's keep things going. We got about 40 minutes left. That includes the post-show press conference brought to you by Colin Sport. All of that coming up. We've got this segment, one other, though, before that. And in this one, we're going to get into some more Trump stuff. We talked earlier about how Trump, some of his key advisors, had their phones seized as by the special counsel as a part of this investigation in the January 6th. It's ludicrous. What we're seeing in this country is, is ludicrous. We're seeing weaponized agencies turned against the people, turned against political opponents, and again, that's not because I like Trump, don't like Trump. It's because of, of the facts of what are happening. Fill, fill in any—take Trump's name out of it. What's happening is total bullshit. And now you've got the People's Republic of Michigan, who's indicted 16 Trump supporters for conspiracy to commit election fraud. Sounds like serious allegations, but it's Michigan, and the federal law enforcement in that state operates in a very dubious way. Remember the fake kidnapping plot? I mean, they literally staged a kidnapping plot to make conservatives look look like domestic terrorists. Anyways, <clears throat> they're they're corrupt. They're broken. What's going on in Michigan? 
Here's what the Michigan prosecutor had to say as it pertained to these specific charges. Now, that's only the stuff they found. There's a lot of other things, and there'll be some things that you never find, but there's a lot of other things. So he's getting... There, there will, Let me uh, see if that... Uh, maybe I pulled the wrong link, but that was the link that I had earlier. It is a link with a woman... Uh, it's in the it, it's pull, it's, yeah there you go that one the AG from it's the Michigan AG gotcha um, <clears throat> but anyways we'll, we'll kind of talk to it while we pull it in then we'll then we'll play it but you have 16 pro-Trump fake electors who were charged for their involvement in an alleged scheme to overturn the 2020 election they appear what she's describing the Attorney General to be the first criminal charges issued against fake electors relating to the 2020 election. The participants that are described there, uh, or we'll show you in a second here, in the 2020 election plot were charged with the following. One count of conspiracy to commit forgery, two counts of forgery, one count of conspiracy to commit uttering and publishing, one count of uttering and publishing, one count of conspiracy to commit election law forgery, two counts of election law forgery. Uh, that's that's what you've got. And you've got Nestle, a, a left-wing sick fan, who said the following, the false electors' actions undermine the public's faith in the integrity of our elections, and we believe also plainly violated the laws by which we administer our elections in Michigan. First of all, there's a lot to unpack with all of this. First of all, I think it's important to note in this comment that was made there that these these actions that they're suggesting, alleged actions, undermined the so-called public's faith in the integrity of elections. Does anyone out there really have faith and believe that our elections are done a, with, with integrity and, and are done in a genuine, fair, and balanced manner? No, the answer is no, because even Democrats, as we always cite, speaking of the 2020 election, said that they thought fraud was involved. Now, they didn't cause a massive hissy fit and push back because— Orange mad bad, Trump didn't win, and they got their way, and, and that to, to them was okay. Like, all right, we don't mind that they broke the law in this case, just this time, because now that guy's not back in there. That's how they look at it, which is ridiculous. But no one has no one has faith in these elections. We are I, I spent almost all of my adult life in Afghanistan. I've spent eight about eight years of my adult life not in that country, in a third world, and, and then some in Iraq too. Their elections are no better than ours, or no worse than ours, excuse me. However you want to say that. Ours are no better, theirs are no— it, it, we, are, we, we are so broken when it comes to that. It's, it's ludicrous. It's, it's, it's this perceived notion that elections are free and that your vote matters. It doesn't. That sucks. That's depressing. That is not fun to say, but that is true. You, we, we have this perceived notion that we're this super-free country— that also is not true. That also sucks to say. It's a harsh realization to come to that and realize, okay, it's really not that free of a country. Thank God it's like the Truman Show, and it seems like everything's rosy and great, and we have this great facade up, and we're on this movie set that makes it seem that way, but it's really just not. It's not, but it's a lot better than other places. 100%, yeah. I, I, I was at, uh, at the bar last night, and I was sitting next to this guy who's from this area, but he lives in Germany now. And he was telling me about all of the rules that the Germans have for everything. Because we were talking about beer. where it was a, a local brewery that has a bar. And he was saying that they don't have home brewing or micro breweries 
in Germany because it's against the law. <laughs> That's how the, you know, and you think of it, and you take stuff like brewing your own beer for granted, but in other places it doesn't happen. Yeah. Unfortunately, you have people like most Democrats in this country who would prefer that the government seize control and say, you know what? No brewing beer, no brewing liquor, right. none of that anymore. You will only go here to get the, the prescribed beers, and we're only going to have Bud Light from now here on out. It's the official beer of America. They, there's a lot of people on the left who would prefer that. I just I can't get over the fact of how many people on the left are so comfortable with giving away their freedom. And one of the reasons why I think they're like that is because they believe since their team is the one are the ones in charge that they're going to get everything they want and the people on the right are going to get punished. They really love the, the notion of people that disagree with them getting punished. It's all about the punishment for them. It's not being able to compromise and you do your thing, you know, I'll do my thing. It's like, no, you have to be punished. <laughs> yeah. But as far as the as these people in Michigan, from what I understand, I don't know, I haven't dug too deeply into the story, but these 16 are all, all like elderly. They're elderly people, yes. <laughs> no, Gertrude, Ruth, all of them, they've got to be punished. Yeah. Yeah. It's and and I think And I don't support that by the way. I'm 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 not I'm not agreeing with it. And what they're being charged with, it seems like from what I understand of it, it seems like a, a clerical adjustment that's made by everybody who works at polling stations just to make sure the process moves along. Where if you like really like drill down to it and say, yeah, it is technically against the law, but it just helps the process. We're not changing any of the votes that were cast. Right. It, it, from what I understand, it's a signature or a marking that they had put on these envelopes to make sure that they were still counted. Right. Technically, is it against the law? Obviously, the answer is yes. Does everybody do it? I'm going to say so. And I'm going to say that if they had a D next to their name, this is a non-story. Uh, no, absolutely. 100% if that, that's the case. This is, this, is, this is flipping the cards. The Republicans and conservatives out there, again, there's, there's people who are Democrats, too, have said, we have concerns about this election and how you guys were doing it and the things you were doing. This is an instance where they can flip it around and say, here's some Republicans who did something wrong. We found it. Let's change the whole thing. You guys are undermining. And you hear people in D.C. say it all the time now, too. Republicans are trying to undermine our democracy and change. Like, what? <laughs> like, no. You, you're just you're literally just saying the words we've been saying. Like, wh what are you saying that based on? And then they have nothing really behind it. They have their, their little case here. But. Uh, let's let's skip this video. Thanks for pulling it in there, Disco. But let's skip this and, and get to this, because I want to just talk about this story here. And th there's no real transition to this story here, by the way. But you, you, you've you got another leftist hellscape, kind of like Michigan. You could, I guess, make that connection with Massachusetts. And they're, they're making a, a call for residents to do something here. But before we get to what they're calling for, I want I want to just ask you guys some questions. Would you ever, and this goes for the audience too, there's a little bit of a delay, so your, your answers will come in behind, but would you ever invite 
a homeless man into your house, but then take it even a step further, maybe give him a bath? I, I, that'll be a pass. As intriguing as that sounds, there's way too many peripheral issues that go along with a homeless person. Yeah. Same. Same. Okay. Would you bring like a coked up prostitute to the funeral of a friend or a family member? Again, as intriguing as that sounds, it would be a lot of fodder for everybody who is in attendance. Out of respect for my family and friends, I would not. Yeah, no. How about this, though? How about, how about you're, you want to go on? It's hard to get time as adults with your spouse. You want to go on a date with your wife. Would you pick up like a drifter down the road who's hitchhiking, bring them home to babysit your kids? God, no. <laughs> nope. No. No. Would you agree? I mean, it's pretty safe to say, right, that these are all pretty bad ideas. Yeah. Okay. Well, Democrats are really good at bad ideas. After all, they set the bad idea bar at slavery. That was them. If, I mean, if that's the first idea that you come up with, the rest of your ideas are going to be as rotten as a pair of Anna Navarro's underpants after a long afternoon of pruning shrubs, Ugh. spreading mulch under that hot sun. Ugh. That's what it is. That's how their ideas are. But I bring all these questions up and I bring up Anna Navarro's underpants up because these ideas are awful. And these ideas are what ultra left-wing Massachusetts governor Mara Healey wants to do in her state. She's got a plan to deal. We got a plan. We, we got a plan. We're sticking to it. Uh, she's got a plan to deal with the influx of illegal aliens into Massachusetts. And she's calling on residents to take, as you can see in the headline there, border crossers into their homes. Brilliant! I, I'm, I'm, I'm not speechless because I this, at this point, this is kind of what you expect out of these people. But they're, they're seeking residents who are willing to host illegal alien families in need of shelter. Hoster expected to provide a room or apartment for a few days until longer-term accommodations can be arranged. They're paying for nearly 40 hotels and motels across the state for other new arrivals, but on on taxpayer dollars, of course. But they need they need more help. So now, so they're are they saying, gonna, you guys, you take them into your homes. Are they going to get compensated by the government to do this? I don't know. It didn't say, it, but that was my other question. Yeah, and I my guess is going to be there's no compensation yet but there most likely will be. Now, let me ask this, because we were asking questions earlier. If, if, if you're driving someone, let's say the disco is going to murder someone, okay? <laughs> and you drive them there and you drive them back, and then you're, you're pulled over, you're seen as an accomplice, right? Yeah. Okay, you might not be charged with murder. What if you're an Uber driver? You got hired and you didn't know. Just go with the dance. No, I'm just saying, with the Uber driver, I think the Uber driver would be too. Well, no, what he's saying, yes, Leslie Van Houten, who drove to, uh, uh, what's her, oh, I can't remember the name <laughs> of the one that she murdered, What was the driver of the Manson family. She was found guilty of murder as well, but actually she got paroled two weeks ago. Okay. Okay, but my point is, anyway, my point is this, gentlemen, if, if you drive disco to go murder someone and are caught, you are an accomplice. The governor of Massachusetts is actually, at, if you break it down, this is a stretch, I get it, but she, she's asking residents to be accomplices in trafficking illegal people. These people are not here legally. And she's asking, hey, not only are we going to just turn a blind eye to this, we're going to go ahead and need you to, to house them and put them under your roof. Like, th this is just how backwards our world is right now. 
it, it the whole thing is just ridiculous. She's asking the residents of Massachusetts to be the 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 last stop on the human trafficking <laughs> <laughs> train from wherever these people came from through Central America up through Mexico, across the border, and hey, guess what? You know, they're almost here. We just need you to let them shack up with you for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. and, and, <laughs> and sadly, look, people at, your, at most people's core, there's decency in there, right? Like people go astray and, and whatever, but there's decency. So you look at this and you're like, well, I want to help people out. And, and so do I. There's a lot of ways to help people out bringing someone who's come into the country illegally, many of which with questionable character or no character at all, is just not a good idea. It is not a safe idea. I push, put, in fact, it, it's reckless on the part of the government. Pushing these people to house people that you know nothing about is such a ridiculous <laughs> idea in the first place. It could go so wrong in so many with the amount of points of failure. Now, could there be some amazing story in there that turns out to be a great movie or documentary about this this chick, Rosalita, who ends up, you know, gaining the confidence and strength and this family helps her and all these things. And she ends up starting her own clothing line like all these things. Yeah, it, it could happen. Well, and it, she could be sweet and then she could come back and take care of the kids. I think it's different. It's a different approach, too. That's like you them, It's like they're asking them to say, we want you to be foster parents, but you're not really going to be – you're just a place for them to be held. But if, if a family feels you know, a tug at their heart saying, hey, you should find a way to get this to be an appropriate way where you get these – someone, a child, one of these illegals into your home so you can take care of that's a different story. Right. That's a totally different story. This is, nope, we want you to do this. this is what you're going to do. And I could totally see 10 years from now, like, did you did you live in Massachusetts between the year 2023 and 2024? And did you harvest illegals in your house? Well, you may be compensated for, you know, it's going to happen because they're going to find some legal loophole down the road. We're like, well, this wasn't sure, so we need to give them money for that. Right. But it's too late. It already happened. Yeah. Well, you're, I, and we see this video, and it's all dudes crossing the border. Are you yeah. going to come home one day with three guys? <laughs> Hey, honey. honey, this is Stanley, Felipe, and Jesus, and they're going to take the back bedroom. I believe it's Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yes. They don't speak a lick of English, but that's totally all right. We've been drawing pictures. Uh, they do have some dietary restrictions, so when you go to the grocery store, can you make sure that you can get gluten-free bread? And, uh, oh, Stanley is lactose intolerant, so make sure that you, know, you get lactoid milk or whatever that is. And I've asked them not to stare. But there's just so many <laughs> points of failure in this. Yeah. One, you don't know, the, the people aren't vetted. And we're not just talking about families. We're talking about everybody coming through. You have unvetted people who you're asking to come stay in your house. You have no idea of their criminal history. And plus, for the, the illegals, they have no idea whose house they're going into. They could be walking into a house of horrors, right. like we've heard with other foster parents that totally abuse their kids. And the next thing you know, the human trafficking hasn't stopped. Now the the, the females, if there are any, are now being pimped out by the, the supposed foster family, who they haven't been vetted either. Right. No, it, it, it is. It's literally... It, the amount of good that come out of it could come out of it is so negligent. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. It, it's. 
I, I don't. I have nothing else. Well, I, to say. I just love it because it's there. It's them trying to say, you know what? We're going to save money. We're just going to have people open the doors. It's going to be great. Yeah. No, it's not. It's going to be a complete nightmare, and you're going to be tied up legally for years because something's going to go wrong. Something will go wrong. It's not. As, oh, it could. It will go wrong, and it's going to blow up in your face. Yeah. And, gonna, and then someone's going to be like, "Who decided this?" And then you're going to be like, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I wasn't there that day." <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> your name's on it. Yeah. <laughs> you signed it. Ridiculous! Don't don't do other nice things to help people and and take care of people who who need to get ahead. Th th this is not the this is not the path to go down. Uh, we're also not going down the right path with law enforcement. How communities and leaders of communities across the country are taking care of or not in this case our, our law enforcement. The the amount of disrespect toward them, the lack of appreciation just somehow continues to grow. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I, I see how it's happened. I see what the left is doing and, and why it's happening. But I, I don't see how we, the American people, have let it happen. Well, there's an L.A. union police boss, uh, uh, L.A. police union boss in, in California who's, who's had enough, too, and is telling people to leave. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the state of law enforcement writ large on the other side of this break. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network, and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Welcome back. Let's talk about one last thing that's not as positive as, as any of us would like it to be, and that's the approach or the view of law enforcement officers in our country these days. These people are underpaid. They're understaffed. Departments under-resourced. All of that. Go out and support, protect communities each and every day. And it's remarkable what they do, and it's more remarkable what they do in this day and age with the amount of hate, misguided off course hatred and, and lack of understanding that people have for what they do all the time. But it's caused a lot of problems. You've seen mass exodus, you've seen early retirements, you've seen all sorts of issues across the country. And, and like we've seen and discussed with the military, you're gonna see it in law enforcement too, where you're gonna start getting all of the wrong personnel in these types of positions. The last thing our country needs is a bunch of beta cuck males with badges and guns running around. That is that is not a good situation. It will not be good. It will not replicate what we what we had and what we have now. It will it will lead us down a bad path. Anyways, all that to say, after years of enduring anti-police rhetoric, you've got Jaretta Sandoz, the vice president of a Los Angeles police union, who encouraged officers to ditch the city of Los Angeles and find work elsewhere. 
during unsuccessful salary negotiations with the city. She wrote in a Facebook post the following, go somewhere that respects the work you do and you don't have to beg for a great contract. Go somewhere that has a city council or a city manager that openly acknowledges the great work you do. Go somewhere that doesn't have two or more city council members who hate you, no exaggeration. Yet ultra-left Democrat Mayor uh, Karen Bass signed an updated declaration of a state of emergency on homelessness last week, granting her additional powers to expedite the process of building more housing, calling for emergency service, uh, excuse me, emergency service of city employees and coordinate, uh, coordinate, can't talk, coordinate citywide planning to respond to, home, to the homeless crisis. So we've got priorities all out of whack. Priorities all out of whack there, and, and L.A. is a great example of it. It's not the only example of it. But you, you have made, in that case, their anti-cop bed in Los Angeles, and now they have to sleep in it. You've got a similar situation to a lesser extent in Minneapolis. You've got other cities who have, who have gone a similar path, and it's disastrous. It's the, and what's so remarkable, it's like the Democrat thing, right, where that's, oh, we're on the right team, so we're okay with this policy— you you're okay with it for now until it bites you in the ass till your house is broken into till you're held at gunpoint till all these these awful things that could happen to you because there's a lack of a law enforcement presence and because the good law enforcement officers that still were there left because they didn't feel appreciated and and they're not in some of these cities but this whole thing it's it's fueled by white liberal elites who've never interacted or or really had significant encounters with the police that, those are the ones who are the loudest about all this, talking about it. Oh, these people are awful. Okay, really? What's your experience? Where are you coming from on that? Or are you just saying that because the people you're trying to capture and get votes from are, are just where are you coming from? Like, Yeah, they don't have any interaction, and they've just developed their own narrative in their mind of how they view police officers. And every single white liberal thinks of people in law enforcement as being the Democrats that were in law enforcement in Alabama in the 1960s. Right. That's what they have in their mind. They're like, well, you know how it is down south where, you know, you get these small departments and, you know, they're pulling over minorities, you know, driving while black or driving while Hispanic. And that's what they do. And they plant drugs on them. And it's like, well, what are you talking about? You know, give me an example of where this happens. Oh, you, and then they're like, you know it happens. And I'm like, no, I don't know. Give me an example. Because if it was happening as pervasive as it is, it would be leading the news. Well, it, it, well, that's not the point. The point is that's the way it is. Now, wait a second. You just said that you couldn't give me an examples, but now are insistent that it's actually happening, even though none of us know about it. Right. Yeah. That's the argument. That's the argument. And, and it's over. Yeah. It, it's over at that point because you can't ask subsequent questions. You can't ask for, yeah, it's, but, but I mean, where does this leave us? Because they're, they're making the decisions. They're winning the arguments that, and, and that's what they are. They're one-sided arguments. They're, they're, they're winning this and you have come here. First of all, come to places like Florida, come to, come to places that respect and appreciate you, but you also can't even guarantee that it's going to stick that way here because things are changing so quick. Places that are red are going purple. Granted, there's some places that are blue that are going purple and, and trending red also. But but this this push by the left to overhaul our not just national security apparatus, but our security apparatus, apparatus writ large. You've got 
law enforcement, you've got the military, you've got these agencies. That is my, my biggest concern is the headway they're making there. And not that they're winning these little arguments on the side because those little arguments turn into big arguments and, and we're losing those too. But you, you get to the point where we're going to be left with all of these just willing pawns in the game. All the people who are still wearing masks and driving alone are going to have a badge and a gun, or they're going to have some tab on their sleeve or their chest that shows what rank they are in the military. And they're going to be in a position of, of power and influence. And we're going to be in trouble. That, that is it. That is my big, I, I hate where we are now. I hate the vilification of law enforcement in the military because it comes from a total lack of understanding. And with a lack of understanding comes underappreciation and all those things that sucks they should all be celebrated uh for sure but where we're going next is what just terrifying get we people have got to have the forethought of where this where this lands i'm trying to think of a good movie where as an example of where cops they have the the wrong cops with with a badge and a gun and i know the movie demolition man Remember when Sylvester Stallone was cryogenically frozen and then had to come out of the unfreeze to go after Wesley Snipes, yeah. Simon Phoenix, and the police department had totally changed? Actually, there's a lot of parallels between what, what they call it, San Andreas or whatever, or San Angeles, the way that California had made itself. But all the police in Demolition Man were just weak, pathetic males and females that couldn't do anything when they had to go up against an actual real criminal in Simon Phoenix who great job that you remember his yeah. <laughs> broke into the museum of violence to grab the guns and then Sylvester Stallone ended up there and broke into the you know followed him into the museum got guns and they were able to to fight it out but that to me is the best example of where this is going yeah murder death kill yeah uh, one of Sandra Bullock's best films. Um, <laughs> no, I think that's true. It, well, it's either that where they're all hapless and and have no, uh, just they're literally worthless. They have a they have a they don't have a gun. They have a badge. They're just there, like you know, they're the equivalent of the social workers Democrats want to send to all these scenes across your cities. But the but the other version of that too, that's also equally terrifying, is the ones who are still armed. Who still think that they're you know they're they're betas but think that they're strong and want to take out their enemies take out people who don't agree with them have that because you didn't really see that in that like you had like right. I, at least i don't remember that i remember uh sandra bullock's character and how it was all like oh we can't say that or do that we, we just ever you know everyone's walking on eggshells they had a social credit system they had that. a social credit system. yeah <laughs> you're right they're really who knew what yeah. prophet he was who wrote that movie but 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 the other scenario that one's bad. The other one that's that's equally bad, if not worse, is that you get people who are all walking around patrolling streets and cities and are high on power, but are high on power that is not real. It's just that what their Democrat overlords have given them, and they're going after people like us, people who want to live free, and they're just dicks about it. Like well, that's, Yeah, they don't know better Yeah, because they're just brainwashed. Yeah, they're, the, brain, exactly, yeah, it, they're brainwashed. It, that, that scene reminds me of the movie Equilibrium, which I've talked with you before. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but they're not allowed to feel. And everyone, you know, the people who agree with them are given this power to go and f seek out the people who can feel, and they have to take this medicine so they can't have emotion. Was that Denzel Washington? No, it's Christian Bale and, and Scene Bean, as I would say, Sean Bean. 
Um, yeah. And it's a really great movie. Great. They did a great job with it, but it paints this picture of this future that's being controlled by this radicalized government, and the people who have sided with them get all the control, mm-hmm. and they're burning paintings and killing people. It's crazy. But where this ends, what you're asking about, it's also going to bring in people who shouldn't be cops, and not just the beta ones. It's going to be the criminals like we saw in Memphis that beat that dude to death. Right. It will look like a gang initiation. That, 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 that's kind of how, yeah. That's, that's where this leads to, where you have criminals who now have badges and guns and the power to take away your freedom. It's going to be going to like how Mexico was back like in the 80s and 90s when you go down there and get pulled over so for some bullshit reason and have to pay the cop right on the spot or else you're going to jail. Right. It's going to devolve into that, that giant corruption like that if yeah. it keeps going at the pace that it's going. Such good news. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully it doesn't get there. But, but, but we are trending more that way than we are towards reason and logic for sure. That's that's just where we where we're going, and at least for now, the saving graces is you have this balkanization, balkanization that's happening in the country where the good ones are getting out and coming to good places, coming to red states, red communities. The bad ones staying there. You're probably going to have more of those situations you just described, like like Mexico in those situations. And at least at that point, we have a decision where we can make where we say, I, I'm just not going there. I'm not going to Los Angeles or to Philadelphia or to Baltimore. I'm going to stay in Florida. I'm going to stay in South Dakota, Oklahoma, Mississippi, Texas, wherever. You get to make that choice. If if it if it creeps beyond that, that's where we've got a I mean, we've got a massive problem now. That's where we've got a catastrophic problem. And, and the hard part is is there's a lot of families in those in like in LA that financially cannot afford to move. They can't they can't do it. And they're going to be stuck in that area because they have nowhere. They can't go anywhere else. And they're going to be under that rule, that law, whatever that is. And it's it's going to be a miserable life for them. You know what like, they do? They go across the border, <laughs> come back up, and we will pay to send you anywhere you want. Yeah, there you go. I'm an illegal. Yeah. <laughs> hey, come live with me. Yeah, exactly. Go to Massachusetts. <laughs> go to Stay in a great house. But it just stinks for those families who can't afford to up and move their family. No, absolutely. No, I get it. Not everyone. I, I always, a lot of us on the right always say, Get out of big cities. Get out of these places. That and I, I mean it, I mean it wholeheartedly if you can. But I, I get it. Not everyone can do it. Everyone's circumstances are different. Yeah. You're going through something. Your 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 parents are ill and and they're in their final days and you can't leave because you got to help take care of them. Your kids are in a special school. Your kids in a special hospital. Or you just don't have the financial resources. There's a myriad of reasons you can't do it. Uh, but but there's going to get to a point where you got to figure it out somehow. So yeah. Um, okay. We've had enough good news for today, um, <laughs> but we do have the post-show press conference coming up. We got a full episode tomorrow, three hours, 3 p.m. Eastern. We'll be getting getting going tomorrow, go through six. We've got the Friday Coin Club episode, which is 11 a.m. Eastern. Coin Club members, show up, have fun, chat there. If you've not signed up yet, all you got to do is go to dbcoinclub.com. You can sign up there. Veterans, first responders, you get 30% off your membership. Annual members, get a coin um sent to you you will send you a link you send us the address we drop it in that's how that works everyone though gets the friday show everyone gets entered into contests uh for cash and prizes this month is cash it's it's over 300 that's going to go to somebody only coin club members that were entered into the drawings you'll get booze and banter when it returns and then again like i said annual members get a challenge coin sent to them uh and then when next year comes around there'll be a new coin that we send you just for being a part of 
Coin Club. So sign up, dbcoinclub.com. That's also where you go to watch for now. We're going to head over to the press conference, and we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Be safe, be smart, be free. And now, get ready for the This Is My Show post-show press conference, sponsored by Colon Sports, the new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal. Colon Sport, electrolyte replacement in one end and out the other. It's new Colon Sport. All right, man, I tell you what, um, it feels like another day where we hit on a lot of stories, a lot of stories that feel pretty depressing. I, I hope that working in some humor throughout, you know, we have some fun at the studio and doing skits and doing some of the craziness that we do and also joking throughout. I hope that that kind of helps cut through that. That's always our goal. There is some serious stuff, some heavy stuff that's out there. It's important. I think we touch on it. I think it's important that we bring awareness to what is happening in this country because it is a country worth fighting for. So we got to have that awareness first before we, before we push back and, and try and recapture what is the greatest experiment of all time. Uh, that is the United States of America. So, so we got, we got to tell those stories, but I know it can be tough. Sometimes we're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep trying to have some fun. And uh, for now, let's get to some, some questions. We'll start, let's start over here today. Hey Drew, Karen Mule, Americans Against Truth. You showed a clip at the beginning of your show today of President Biden struggling with words, and it seems to be a repeat occurrence on your show, in your show in particular, where you pick on Joe Biden and his age. Have you not ever had a moment where you forget what you're saying? Have you not ever struggled with words, or are you immune to that? Are you perfect, Mr. Drew Berquist? I'd love to know. Thank so you. So formal, Karen. Uh, I'm the furthest thing from perfect, first and foremost. That that is, ask anyone who knows me. Um, furthest thing from perfect. And I don't, I don't, look, uh, you can call it picking on, you can call it whatever you, you, you want to call it. But as we always say, Joe Biden is supposedly the president of the United States. He is sitting at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue behind the Resolute Desk. Whether he's making decisions or not, I think we all have an idea on how that's working. He's in that position. So he is free game. He is, a, he is the most political figure, the most, you know, public figure that you can be in that position. So, so he's fair game when you're unhealthy and you've got your hands on the nuclear code and you're making horrible domestic and horrible foreign policy that's changing, affecting, and has significant life-altering consequences for all of us here in our country and, frankly, the planet. Yes, we're going to pick on you. Uh, we're not going to do that. And we're also not, by the way, the only conservative show or any show that's doing that. There's people on both sides of the aisle. Everyone sees Joe for what he is, which is a cognitive disaster. Next question. Hello there, Drew. Glenn Moranji here, Long Haul Trucker Tribune. My question is about Karen Jean-Pierre and her abilities as a White House spokesperson. So my question to you, Drew, is you come up here every day and field questions from us, and you never tell us in answering your questions to go talk to somebody else. You always seem to have an answer. Why is it that Karen Jean-Pierre is always telling reporters in the press room to go talk to somebody else whenever they raise a question? Thank you, Drew. Uh, that's a great question. Um, yeah, I mean, we try to just shoot you straight here. Sometimes that's detrimental to to what we're trying to do. But 
they they don't um, they don't like to answer the question because they know that the answer is not what the American people want to hear. They know that if they were to share the truth, if, well, there's two things. One, there's a lot of cases where Kareem Jean Pierre just doesn't know, and it's it's Kareem by the way, not Karen. But KJP doesn't know the answer to the question because KJP is not very smart. She got her job because she is a a gay you know, a lesbian uh, black female, which is what they, the administration said. They celebrated that when she came in. It's not because she was qualified. That's how they make their hires there, which is tragic and, and, and upsetting in a lot of ways. But so it's either because she legitimately doesn't know and or, which I think is mostly the case with Democrats, it's we don't want to tell you the truth. So we're going to put push you off to somebody else, which most Americans are lazy and won't actually go and follow through that. Because if we told you the truth, it wouldn't be good. It would look horrible for us as a party, horrible for the Biden-Harris administration, because our intentions and goals for you, the people, you, the people in this room, you, the people across this country, are not good. They are they are devastating what they are, are actively doing and what they want to do to this country. So they cannot tell the truth. So they've got to just always push people off and, and have them running in circles trying to figure out the truth when, when they know, right? You're asking the question. We know that even the Democrats who are in there just playing the game of, of or the role of a journalist, they, they know the answer. And, and that's a part of the reason why they don't follow up either, because they're willing proxies of the left. Next question. Good afternoon, Drew. Benjamin Beam, Boston Pride Daily. Hi, Ben. So, Drew, I my question is pertaining to the cocaine that was found in the White House. Okay, first of all, we all know just say no to drugs and all that, but... You know, a little popper here and there isn't really that bad now, is it? But I digress. (laughs) So I want to know, and I don't know if you're going to have the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyways, okay? So when it comes to the investigation that happened at the White House with the little baggie that was found, everybody is assuming, and you know what happens when you assume. Do you ever do that where you break down the word assume and it says you make an ass out of, yes. Uh, Oh, you have heard of that? Oh, I thought that was so clever when I heard that. I thought that was the first time that, I thought the Billy who told me about that, I thought Billy had invented that. He didn't. No. He oh, didn't. so that's been around for a while. Long time. Long time. That Billy is a devilish liar. Then it just that really hurts my feelings because Billy told me that he invented that. Billy's a liar. Uh, if he, if Billy was trying to impress me by saying that he came up with it makes out of ass out of you and me, I'm look. I, he's turned me into an ass right now, he and I'm not very happy about this. And Billy, I, I need a I need a DM Billy right now. Uh, this is just. just so absurd. I can't. I'm so upset right now, Drew. I, I, I don't know what to do. I just feel so hurt and wounded by Billy. Why would he do that, Drew? I don't understand. I met him at the water slide, and then after that, we went back to my place, and we had some oils, and I lit no. some incense, no. and oh, it's just. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do, Drew. Billy's Bill a meanie. I'm, I'm sorry, Drew. I, I, I have to excuse myself. Right, Come on, Drew. That's going to do it for me today. Someone check on, on Ben there. Uh, don't listen to Billy. He's a liar. We'll see you guys tomorrow.
you've just heard Drew Berquist. Catch the show weekdays on every major social media platform and on DrewBerquist.com. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets dial 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465 this invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your ira or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences don't let biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar call 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465.